Yep, I got the P out of the way. Right, so you're, you're, lucky. You're, you're, you're okay. I was gonna say, so I'm gonna play fair tonight. All right, I'm a, hey, look at look at look at look, look. quit quit digging around. I'm gonna play fair tonight. <laughs> I'm on my second. I, I this is my second mega pint of wine. So I'm I'm playing fair. So we're we're on equal playing field. Um, <laughs> other other than the fact that it seems like your toilet is like right around the corner, mine is um. <clears throat> My, mine is this. So Yeah, well, that's normally what mine is, but with the way my camera is positioned, it's not we're going to work that way this time. And that's the other thing, too, is is it, we're going to get to the point. Um, I, I, when I started this, I really wanted uh, to do, uh, to put these on YouTube. And I need to get a better can. This, this laptop that I'm dealing with is just freaking ancient. It does not owe me a dime. Like at this point, I, I, I am keeping it on life support. I don't know why it doesn't owe me a dime. It's ancient. And so the camera, the, the processor, everything is just on vapors right now. So if I, regardless, I would like to be able to upgrade and get a better 4K. I can film myself with my other camera, but it'd be nice to have a 4K webcam or something like that to make it, to put some of this stuff that I'm talking about on uh, YouTube. But man, it's funny. And we're going to get to this here in a little bit. Um, there are people that are complaining about the conversations you and I have, or Jim or Guy, or my, just the, the, the things that I'm bringing up and you know, oh, this is bad for hunting and blah, blah, blah. You, you, you know, you're just giving ammo to, you know, the anti-hunters or whatever. And I'm like, you, you don't even understand. Like, this is why these conversations have not been put on YouTube. Like, I I want to keep, obviously, my podcast is open for anybody that, and, and anybody's podcast is open for anybody that wants to tune in. But they've got to go freaking look for it. I'm I haven't put these things on YouTube because I want at least them to have some effort behind trying to discover some of these conversations we're talking about. So, yeah, I don't know. Some of the things where the anti-hunter ammo is like, oh, it's okay, well, no, it's, oh, it's like, okay, so the anti-hunters want wolves, but they're going to use that our numbers are low as anti-ammo. Oh, dude, we, you know, we, that can be an entire different, I mean, that literally in itself could be a conversation. I've got, again, I told you, I've showed you notes. Uh, there's some things that um, just between you, I guess we're, I'm recording now already, but um, so the, just the Jordan Peterson podcast that he had, or excuse me, the Joe Rogan podcast where he had Jordan Peterson on just recently, I think Jordan Peterson just crushed it. And he brought up so many things that are, I mean, brutally brutally honest and brute just scathingly relevant to the sportsman industry this these days where i'm gonna oh, bring I, these things up i had a lot of snippets emailed to me like or texted to me of that podcast of oh oh my god I, specific the, the, portions you just, know. just the note oh it, he he crushed it he crushed it and there's so much overlap with what i'm talking about and i haven't even begun to tear this freaking you know like we've got a wound on our arm and it's been bandaged. I, like I'm about to tear that motherfucker. Like you want to, you, you want to expose, let's, let's have a conversation, but I haven't put this stuff on YouTube because I haven't want to just, just chuck it out into the public forum where people, a lot of people won't have a context for it, which is, is literally what we're going to get into this discussion. Um, but um, anyway, before we get too far along, um, I probably ought to do the introduction. You know, uh, I've got Mr. Popular on here right now. The the 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, let me do the introduction and then we'll just kick this off and we'll just keep it organic like we normally do. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Row Hunting Resources Podcast. All right, so here we are back again with the one and only Mr. Popular, uh, everybody's friend these days that, that uh, you know, holds hands with everyone, sings Kumbaya, um, Aaron Snyder. So uh, hi, how, <laughs> how are you now that you're back from the Western Hunt Expo and the Bomar, uh, the Bomar podcast episode that was released to uh, YouTube? <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. No, the the western was good. Um, you know, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. I mean, recent podcasts and what you know, I didn't, I didn't plan to be where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like people ask me, what was your goal? I was like, just live in the woods, and everything else was a byproduct. And uh, you don't really realize how many people, you know, know you or want to come talk to you, tell you stories, or maybe how you've helped them. You know, you know, you also hear about people, you know, hate you or whatever, but I, all of it, right? You get all of it. And uh, with everything that's gone on in the last two years, especially in in, uh, in my life and the move and Kafaro Frank not coming, um, you know, getting up here and being something we should have done quite some time ago. And, you know, many other things, my life changing me, I, I hope or think maturing, obviously, you know, and, and learning more and more that... Uh, you know, it, it's weird because you, you you know you focus on the bad, you're going to see the bad, and then you go to a place like the Western, which I'm sure I've walked by plenty of people that don't like me, but the amount of positivity and, man, I, I lost 100 pounds because of you, and just keep doing what you're doing, you know, you're the only guy that tells the truth or things like that, and, you know, not like, you know, anytime you say any statement like I just said, you know, you're going to have people, you know, say something negative, and I... I don't mean that as like a, a, a bragging thing. I mean that no. is, is a, I'm it, glad it's helping people it, because I have a lot of problem issues too, right? I'm not perfect right. by any stress. So. Right. The, the issue, the, number one, trust me, when and, and what you just said, you don't know, understand, maybe you do, how real that is. Because here, like you now, you live up in Riverton. Uh you're in the middle of BFE, man. It's a small town community. I mean, you're. you're I, I'm, I'm hoping I can go even farther towards BFE. Right. Like right. Maybe from right. BFE to the next level. Right. <laughs> BFE, BFE plus. There you go. Yeah. So, the thing is, and Riverton is bigger than where I live. You get isolated, and and you're you live in your you, you start getting this tunnel vision where you, where the world starts to to kind of collapse around you, and you're only left in your own head. There, there, it, and I'm speaking for myself. There gets to be a point where you're like, it, 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 are am I, am I still relatable? Am, am I still relevant? Are people? Is anything that I'm saying still? Does any does anybody give a shit? Well, and I, I would say probably relevant knowing you as well as I do wouldn't be relevant in a, am I important anymore? More of a, is what I'm saying being heard by people yes. understood yes. and making a difference? Not a, yes. am I yes. hashtag yes. relevant? Yes. Yeah, not, not that 100%, 100%. way. <laughs> so you, you can start to have a lot of self-doubt and, and for our, and I am my personality profile. I, I do have, I tend to lean towards that negative negativity. And then I, I am also very self-conscious about, uh, myself and, and I've set a very high standard, um, for myself. And so you get to, when you, so when you lit, when I'm out here by myself, it, it's easy for me to get 
like down in a in a freaking hole um that's hard for me to get out of but then i go to like uh, whether i even if i just go visit phil mendoza at no limits or i go and visit my buddy uh john over in lawrence uh, overton's archery center or if i go over uh, lawrence kansas over by kansas city um or especially going to the denver ISE show and i like you i i can't i really can't get any like i can't get anything done because you walk 10 steps and someone stops you and and wants to take a picture and shake your hand and shut and share their story and let me tell you something I love every I, I I love that because it's not that it boosts my ego. It recharges my batteries. I mean, literally, it just it just recharges everything about me to where it's like, okay, I'm I'm not batshit crazy. I'm not by myself. I'm not out here in La La Land. I, I'm not I'm not alone. I'm not isolated. And and there is a light at the end of the tunnel that that no. What we're talking about is 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 valid. It's important. It means something to people. People find you know they find value uh, value to it, and it and it affects their lives in a positive way. That's huge, Matt. That's huge. Or even even not a positive way. Let's say it's just a neutral way that makes them open maybe their mind up. Think think about things differently. Fair point. Yeah, just well, and, connect two dots that they never connected before. And, and believe me, on, on my end, um, you know, you're talking about, you know, before we move on to the actual task at hand, one of the things that um, I've said many times and, you know, self-assessment, right? Um, you know, issues you have, fixing those issues or becoming a more open-minded on certain subjects, learning, um, you know, on those things. And then, you know, also like uh, if when you're in this position, you know, because this has been a big thing for me, I'm I'm wanting to get out of it, right? And I'm wanting to, you know, kind of go live off the grid. Well, not totally off the grid, but Amy would kill me. You know, I, we need a toilet. But, you know, go, I mean, if I didn't have my wife, I would, I would almost guarantee be living in a cabin in, inside of three years, literally in the middle of nowhere, because that's, that's me. But when you have this, um, and I'm doing my best to not sound like a total fucking dickhead here. If you have a sphere of influence, what do you do with that? Right. And it's gotta be, you gotta do something with it to be positive or you can, you brought up Jordan Peterson, right? Like, is that going to be positive in a comical way? Well, I make some people laugh because they tell me all the time. So that's good. Do I motivate people? Cause I came from kind of nothing in construction and, you know, kind of made it sort of, so to speak. And then, and then I've learned a lot along the way. And I think one of the things that I've tried to stress and people take it for what it's worth is I've learned a lot because I've made a lot of mistakes, not because I know everything, because I fucked everything up at one time or another in every way possible. I've been a bad husband. So I've tried to improve that. I've been a bad friend. I've been distant. You know, I'm not, I try to get better at like, like you texting, Hey, you doing good, you know, being a good person and trying to get better at that. But that by no means does not mean there is not a violent side to me that I will use when needed. Well, and, and, and not even, like, <laughs> and, and not even just the violent side of you, the, the, the dark side of you that, that says, you know what, fuck off all, all of you. I, I just give, give zero shits. Like there, there, there's a, it's a balance. The right. Well, I mean, I, dude, I have a problem with bullies. I always have. I have since a birth. Since birth. Amen, and, brother. Yeah. So, but the thing is, it's when you do the self-assessment, you listen to a guy like Jordan Peterson is, am I the bully? 
by defending myself and others against bullies? Or am I someone defending others? And I don't want to get into too... Sure. I don't want people to listen to this and pass it on to hate pages or whatever. But recently there was something funny that I saw that um, somebody I didn't post. I didn't let comments go on the, the Bomar podcast because I just didn't want to deal with the dumpster fire. I I wasn't the one that turned them off, but I told somebody to do it. My, my IT guy, Jerry, Jerry. And a comment I read on one of the hate pages, a screenshot, they've blocked me, was um, that's a bitch move. And I thought that's. At a certain point in time, I'm like, okay, I need to assess, right? Make sure I'm right, making the right decision. Bounce it off you, my wife, friends. And the, the bottom line that I've come to the conclusion of is, I'm going to try to, I'm going to be me. Uh, and you've you've said that many times yourself. It's baked in the cake. I'm me. I'm going to help as many people as I can. You know, when I and when I say that, whether that be, hey, I was a fat kid once to get on a diet, you know, normal shit, or hey, I, I have demons as well. I get down in the dumps. You, Social media shows perfection and I am not perfect and no one else is. And, and don't, don't be fake by that. And we all have issues and, you know, shit like that. Well, it, with the, the thing in this, with like the Bomar podcast has been an insanely crazy social experiment for me. It didn't start out that way of uh, from the beginning to now, you know, being realistic that, you know, Josh made mistakes. I don't think he should have showed spear in the bear you know, uh, with his platform and, and, uh, you know, he does goofy shit sometimes burnt his truck down, posted it probably wouldn't have done that. And then the poaching thing, obviously of mm, when we, when we made this podcast and I don't want to jump too far ahead. Uh, I, okay. That, the, that, okay. I'll hold up. Go ahead. Put a pin in that because that, okay, let's, we need, yes, we, we've, we've just got, this is one thing that I'm guilty of on this podcast is just continuing conversations that I've had somewhere else onto my podcast. And I didn't provide context for other people. So when people come in on the podcast, they're like, the freaking hell are you talk about? Like, why are you so angry? Like, why did you vent here? Why? It's like, oh, shit, you're right. I just had, you know, for the past three weeks with five other people, I've been talking about this this topic and now I'm going to yeah. be here with you and I'm just going to pick up where I left off and you guys have no benefit of all of anything else. So what, so I, I want to, let's, let's just do this. Let's continue with this, this direction. I'm going to put a pin in what I wanted to start with. Um, and we'll, and we, if we, if we can, what, then maybe we'll, we'll round out and we'll finish with it. But what you're talking about and the, the focus of what I wanted Aaron on here and Aaron and I would talk about this. So here's the context. If you haven't heard, okay, every many people know who Josh Bomar or the Bomars are. Josh, what's his wife's name? Sarah. Sarah. Okay, they they have a very let's just say prominent social media and YouTube presence in the hunting sphere. Um, some people absolutely love them. Some people absolutely hate them. Other people are mixed, whatever. But online persona and and their their. This is me, Aaron. You correct me if I'm I'm out of line. Uh, their online and social media persona is kind of almost larger than life. Like they they, they don't do any. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it like to the nth degree. It's it's going to be it's going to be bigger. It's going to be more flamboyant. It's going to be like just more like. And, and their their bodies don't help that because they both no. have bodies of a Greek god. Yeah, right. Exactly. So Josh is just, chill. he's, he's the guy that Michelangelo would sculpt out of freaking marble. She, yeah. yeah, let's just leave that there. She's just fine. Okay. So 
yeah. So everything about them is just bigger than life and quote unquote more perfect than re than than what reality should be. Okay, theoretically. So Josh got himself. They they got themselves in the crosshairs of public scrutiny when he went and speared a black bear. We're not going to talk about that for right now in detail. You guys can go look at that. Yeah, that can, stirred up. <laughs> yeah, you can find it. That stirred up a whole bunch of shit. And then. Again, and, and so that that boiled over, like again, like a pot of pasta on the stove. If you turn your back, if it's on high, and you turn back on it, it's going to boil <laughs> over, okay? And it flares up, boils over, and everybody goes and rushes in, grabs the pot, pulls it off the stove, and goes, fuck, goddamn, and you, and you turn, you, you clean everything up, you just settle everything down, and then you put the pot back on the stove, and you continue cooking the pasta. And then dumbass goes out there, and he burns up his truck on freaking, he like posts it all over the place where he's doing a control burn for his property in Iowa, and he burns up his truck. So here goes the pot. Boils over again. Everybody just rolls. Just everybody reacts. Okay. Well, here we are. Suddenly, publicly, it gets known that they've been involved with this poaching investigation. Oh, oh, let me take it from there in a little bit more depth on the poaching stuff. Go for it. So Hidden, Hidden Hills uh, was a place in Nebraska. Uh, the guy that ran that had... Oh. A an, lot. Outfitter, an outfitter on uh, private land in Nebraska. Yep, outfitter, private land, Nebraska. Um, I don't know the guy. Never met the. I've never been there. I, I don't know shit about it as far as firsthand. But Same. was taking tons of known people out on hunts. They were shooting big animals and they were poaching a shitload. And when I say that, I, I don't know. I'm not privy to all of what was happened. But I'm t wrong tag shooting at night, baiting. You know, I mean the whole. Which, 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 until the Bomar case, no one was publicly aware of. So keep keep in mind, and some of this, if I misspeak a little bit, it's going to be close to facts. But there fair, was a multi, point. yeah, multi year investigation going on, and as I understand it, with Hidden Hills, uh, which is funny, it was called that. Um, when they came <laughs> down, they came down like a fucking hammer, and they came down on everyone. And when, I mean everyone. Say, okay, when you say they, we're talking both the state of Nebraska and federal fish and wildlife law enforcement. As I understand it, because of the Lacey Act, which Correct. is crossing straight, straight, state boundaries. So when that came down, I think there was 33 people. There was more, 33 people convicted of or pled guilty. Um, of, of various wrongdoing. From really horrible shit to minor shit. Right. Um, the Bomars and... You know, my, my, you know, to make sure this is clear, like my um, affiliation with Bomar's, because this is like people have all kinds of stories. I don't get paid from Josh Bomar. He has given us some free supplements and he sent me some nose buttons. Never gotten a dollar, a dime from Josh no, Bomar. No, 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 no. You're, you're jumping it. Say that. You're no, this is, this is important. Okay. Um, right, go, right. I, 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 and because this, this, it'll all come back. So I was going to get my, to that, my, but go ahead and throw it in now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so, you know, I met them at a, at a show and, and me not being, I'm just like, if you're a guy, you're a guy. And I was like, dude, that guy's fucking huge. Uh, he was goofier and how funny, dude. Like I just, we got along great. That was the last time I've seen Josh Bowman. Okay. Years ago. And I mean, where this is like 2016, 15, when this stuff started coming down the pipe, that's why I'm bringing this up. So about the same time I met Josh was the same time this investigation, 2015-16, kicked off. Okay. Where I'm, I'm trying. Okay. Okay, good. Se they're seizing everybody's shit, right? They're taking trucks and bows. And I mean, we're talking, and I mean like a, the hammer of Thor. 
seasoned computers and hacking game. I don't know what all they did. All kinds of stuff. So everything and anything that they could justify taking, they took. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I had not. And I, the only reason why I want to put context to this isn't for a defense or anything. It, it, you know, that's the last time I've seen Josh. I just talked to him on the phone. Got along with him. Got along with him on the phone. You know what I mean? I, I respect his work ethic. The dude has a brain. He may be goofy. The dude's a genius when it comes to running a business. Whatever. So with the Hidden Hills thing, they pretty much everybody fairly quickly pled guilty that that they came down on. So I'm going to say 33. I'm not sure if that was the exact number. So work with Close me, people, minds. if you look shit up. And yeah. So they all pled guilty. I had no idea back in the day this was going on. Right. When I met Josh, I didn't know. I didn't know for quite some time. Um, but that that went into court, you know, and they they charged him with a bunch of stuff. And I had gotten to know Josh better on the phone and talking with him and designing products or talking about designs and the north like you and I do, just bullshitting, right? And 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 the dude doesn't sleep. So he'd call me in the middle of the night, you know, talking about some crazy shit. Go ahead. Okay. So while you had just kind of been introduced, you knew who Josh was. You at that time you were introduced to Josh and you'd spoken with him in person very briefly kind of saw the initial, you know, who he was. And then you were, you had continual contact after that, but what was going on is so Josh and Sarah had gone and hunted with hidden Hills. They, yep. enjoy, they enjoyed their hunt there. And for multiple years. That's okay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm setting up. So they, so they kept going back for multiple yep. years. They kept going back to hidden Hills and they hunted and they, Josh and Sarah did their own thing. Now, okay. While you qualified yours, allow me to qualify mine. Yeah. I've I've never spoken to Josh. I've never met Josh. My only exposure to who he is is ba was my very first exposure was the bear issue. Yep. Which not great. Okay. My very second exposure to him in any relevant detail was the burning his truck up in this prescribed burn. There's strike Fast forward. Years ahead, Year, that years just ahead. happened. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't pay attention to anything of who they were. Like they were irrelevant to my life. And then all of a sudden, because I'm in the habitat world now and doing whitetail yeah. uh, habitat, all of a sudden I'm I, not only am I paying attention to habitat stuff, people are are paying attention to me with habitat stuff, and they're sending me. So all of a sudden, the Josh Bomar burning up his truck number two, and I'm like, okay, so that's strike two as far as my book. This guy's a dumbass. Okay, so I didn't really pay attention to him, but now after the strike two, I'm like, who the hell is this jackass? So yeah, yeah. I've never been a quote unquote fan of Josh Bomar. But with that being said, all I know of Josh Bomar is those two limited exposure events. And then what I saw of him after that with his nose button, literally like his ads and his promotions on his Bomar nose button. That's literally, that's literally all I know. Like that's, that's my opinion. And so at the point, of us having this conversation, uh, my if if I was to classify my opinion of Josh, it would be either neutral to negative. Okay, so I, I have no like and nothing. The, the reason why I brought this up because I I sent this to you because Chris is Correct. one is a straight shooter, Correct. and two didn't didn't have any ties to this. And the reason I bring up my portion of this is for people to have context to he wasn't like. Um, ride or die to a guy like Scotty Campbell or Ryan Rotier or you. Like, if this is going to sound horrible, you commit a nefarious activity 
tomorrow and you call me and need help and I'm not talking poaching. I'm talking, I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably coming to your house to help you out. Right. Yeah, we're, there's, we're friends, friends. There, there, there's friends you have when you, when you, when you, when you, what is it? What there's, there's, there's friends when you, that you have when you're in trouble. And then there's friends that you have when you've got trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> with, with, with Josh, I knew him well enough. I trusted him well enough. I knew his background or whatever that I was looking this at this from a, a, a common sense factor, meaning putting myself in his shoes, knowing him to a certain degree, right? So tomorrow, if somebody said Chris Rowe poached, I'd be like, you're full of shit. I'm going to need some fucking data, right? right I'm going right, to need some right. shit. Yeah. Where with Josh, I was more like, mm. all right, all right, all right. So, so, okay. So let's, let's take it step by step for those people that are completely clueless. Cause there's probably a bunch that, I mean, honestly, there could be a bunch that are completely clueless. So anyway, so through this, while they were hunting hidden Hills, there was things going on. A lot. Th there was a lot of things going on and, and we're going to get to the point whether or not those things are going on, were involving Josh and Sarah or whether they were outside of Josh and Sarah that let's put a pin in that for everybody listening, put a pin in that. Okay. So things were going on there. All of a sudden, Federal and state law enforcement come down like freaking Thor's hammer and they are going to freaking, they are going to take, they're going to knock this shit down. Okay. Of course, everybody's involved to include Josh and Sarah are going to be swept into it. Okay. So this goes on, an investigation goes on and, and I'll, Aaron, I'll let you go here in a second. An investigation goes on for several years and a, ver a variety of different convictions and pleas and everything else come out. Now, however, Josh and Sarah are massive by this time. On Even before then, they were massive on social media, but they're definitely massive at this point. They're massive uh, celebrities. And so when their portion of this investigation and the prosecution comes to light, of course, every sportsman outlet Every media outlet jumps on this thing and freaking launches it. And so it gets thrown out into the ether on all sorts of things. Some factual, some fantastical, some downplayed, and some exaggerated. But it's thrown out there. Yeah. And so they come out and, and they give their statement, which then just gets whipped up in eight ways well, from Sunday from there. Hold on, because people for not understanding... There wasn't much going on from the beginning of this when they got charged and, you know, with multiple things right. to recently, obviously, they made a statement. That statement right. was, right. all right, everyone, and this caused a bigger shitstorm. All the charges were dropped. We pled guilty to conspiracy. Uh, we feel that's fair, but all the other charges were dropped. Right. And that was like shooting shit with a rifle and baiting and whatever, a bunch yep. of stuff. Right. Yep. So. And there's so many different rabbit holes we're going to dive down here. But don't me, just, like, like, just, nope, I'm, just put a pin in all yeah. those rabbit holes. But that was in the last couple months. Correct. Okay? So, you know, we're we're talking, we're fast forwarding from 2015, 16 to now. Correct. They've been drugged through the mud and, you know what I mean, convict or, or, or charged with a ton of different stuff. And there's all kinds of smear campaigns and shit. And I saw one that said Josh killed 101 animals, poached. 101 animals, just crazy stuff, right? Um, and in me and, knowing and and, and Aaron Aaron is not Aaron is not glossing over this. He's just saying this is the, okay. We're we're gonna save our judgment on on what this is about here in a little bit. So don't 
just jump to your conclusion. Oh, Aaron's soft on these guys and Chris doesn't give it. No, 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 no. We're just trying to sum up for those people what that happened? are unaware. We're just trying to sum up what has happened to this point. Cause everybody, and- every instance, every motion along the way, everybody has their own opinion. And on social media, like you, especially chat forums and everywhere else, you know, damn well, it just freaking has, it grows a life yeah. of its own. And the so, amount yeah. of shit that came down my, my, to, uh, the, before before i did a podcast with him oh like really? the amount that was coming at me and levi right because i had done a podcast with josh talking about this a couple years ago just what Talk, went on and talking about what the nebraska thing the, the nebraska thing okay. it might not have been two years a year two years whatever and me knowing maybe more than the public knew or whatever and having some common sense and not having hatred towards josh having some common sense and knowing Josh for Josh, which is why I brought up a couple things in the beginning of this. We were talking about self-improvement, right? Like right. learning your faults. Like, I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. Right. Meaning I see a couple things of a guy and think he's a fucking dick, right? Like being open-minded. And then I brought up the fact of how much I know Josh for the fact that he's not right or die, but he's a friend. And I was very clear on that on both podcasts. And then – I did that with him and I got some hate from that and we got some emails or whatever, but you know, you don't abandon someone. It part of my growth here. And and at the time he was charged, charged. with a bunch of stuff and it was and, going through the administrative process that every damn one of us would like to have at our disposal. If we get the target on due, our back sometime, due, due process, due process. This is what, okay. And, and and and, I, and I, I'm going to make this statement. Well, let me rewind when we say due process. For those of listening that are immediately saying he's a poaching piece of shit, I mean due process. If you and your wife get in a fight and the police come Bingo. and they charge you for domestic violence Bingo. because someone goes to jail with domestic violence, Bingo. someone's going to jail, Bingo. or you get in a car accident like I did recently, where somebody t-boned me, where I quote unquote failed to yield. But I got hit by somebody probably doing double to triple the speed limit in the speed zone of due process. Fair is fair, right? You get your you get your day in court. Okay. The fucking American way. And ah, I'm not saying that be for bingo. Josh. I'm, no, you nailed I'm, it, brother. I'm looking at your American flag in the back. And I, need to, I need to move mine. But that you're absolutely fucking right because this is going to come up here later. This is these this. I know it is a far cry from what it used to be, but we're still the fucking United States of America, and we have a judicial process where we are innocent until proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. No, beyond reasonable doubt. We are proven beyond reasonable doubt in a court of law that we are guilty of whatever it is that we're charged for. And there are some people, and I understand that there's this love affair these days with this socialist, Marxist, bullshit ideology where we want to abandon all that shit, where you're guilty, and then we'll fucking figure it out later. No, fuck off. We're still the fucking United States of America. And if you're going to if you're going to sit there and fly the American flag and you're going to sit there and, and, and oh, I support my veterans and, and the special operations community and oh, America, America, rah, rah, rah. Fuck you. If you're going to abandon the free, the, the supreme underlying principle of what makes this country different than anyone else, it's you are innocent until proven guilty in a court so, of law beyond reasonable doubt. So a lot of people. A lot of people fucking abandoned that right off the bat. They're like, fuck it. He was charged. He's guilty. I don't like him. Crucify him. I will say that in the beginning, that was me initially. 
Correct. When I when I saw it first pop up, I'm like, Jesus, dude, you because I didn't know Josh that well at the time. Right. I didn't I knew him well enough and I liked him. And, and I'm bringing this up and I want people to make sure they keep everything in context here. We are not talking in this last 45 seconds about Josh Bomar. We're talking oh. about our way of fucking life Preach. in the yes. United States. Correct. Because Correct. anything can happen to you, me, my wife, your wife, our friends. And so I'm trying to look at this from a common sense perspective when it goes to the Josh side of things and Sarah. And I don't know Sarah very well. When I say Josh, I'm 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 truly saying Josh. I don't have any issue with Sarah. I'm just I know Josh. So just, we'll keep it. it it's, yeah. Yeah. So when this all happened. I talked to Josh a few different times. He explained it to me, and there was things he brought up to me. Some of the things I can't talk about because he probably could get potentially in trouble. I don't know, like that I knew about the case right. or that he told right. me before, and then I couldn't talk about after. And my initial thought with this was Josh Bomar kills bigger deer than anyone I've ever met. He is literally one of the hardest working guys I have ever met in my life. And this isn't a Josh. This is where I get irritated. This isn't a Josh Bomar leg humper thing because I'm not. Josh is a friend. I don't hump Chris's leg. I don't hump Josh's or Levi's. I'm friends, right? I'm I'm much better friends with Levi or you than Josh. But if a guy works hard, that's a fact. He he works hard, right? So I'm looking at it now as I'm learning more and more. And again, this is getting closer to 2018, 19, 20, whatever year it was of, okay, one, if they actually, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but knowing people that have done many different wrong things in life that are friends of mine, and not in hunting, but in life, that, well, Jesus, if all these other people pled guilty, if they had a cut and dry case like the Chris Brackett case or many others, well, Jesus, I mean, you can't fight that. That's indisputable evidence. So what the hell is going on here? So I hear Josh's side of the story, and I'm still like, well, it kind of makes sense what Josh is telling me, but let's let this play out and i got him on the podcast he and you know i i talked to him and i talked to the world on the podcast like hey this is my thoughts on it i don't i don't think he poached now i'm not saying if a 200 inch deer would have come in somewhere he wouldn't have poached i'm just saying i don't think he poached i i don't think he would have shot a 120 inch deer over bait because he shoots 200 inch deer on his land and you know and i i, I don't think that in 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 keeping in, in context of where he was at why all these other people were shooting giant deer and they were just unlucky. This is common sense. This is not me defending Josh. This is not, you know, all the shit the haters come up with. This is common sense in my own little brain. All right. So because of you seeing all this stuff and, and what you just said, people have to, you've got to freaking take stock of that. The guy kills 180 plus, let's just say, even if you, even you just say 160, but 180 plus inch deer on his, on his farm in Iowa. Didn't they kill like 180? to 210 inch deer i was just gonna say did did they kill one or two 200 inch deer this year two that's okay so okay if, if but chris rowe how hard is it to kill a 200 inch whitetail oh. even on good land well on okay so yeah stupid like it's it's a unicorn like it, it, now is iowa different than the rest of the midwest and the united states for whites? Yes. yes it is oh, yes. and it, it, if you do intensive uh management on enough acres can you grow those deer yes you can but they don't get that big by being stupid. They're still wild deer. And I don't care whether you're talking Drury Brothers, whether you're talking about Midwest Whitetail. Uh, both of those platforms are in the heart of big buck country. And they do massive intensive uh, habitat stuff just like the Bomars do. 
Lee and Tiffany, okay. Including burning his truck down. Okay. Get to that one in a minute. Hold on. Don't, let's not burn our comic relief right off the bat. Um, so, so you got Lee and Tiffany all in that same area, and you look across the years at how many 200-inch deer hit the ground. On These are what you talk about, pipeheaders. Like, these are the people that the, – if there's somebody who knows how to freaking grow and kill big deer, these are the people that do it. And it's still not an every-year common occurrence. This is a big deal. Yeah. So if you've got somebody that is out there selectively going 180 or better, and then you go to Nebraska and you're going to shoot a 120 inch deer and you're going to poach it. That you, I, okay. This is where the mental gymnastics so are going to have this, to come in. And and this is where I was talking like where in my brain, I'm like, ain't, okay, something's not jiving, which means either Josh Bomar is a pathological freaking. He he's like, he's, yeah, he's but, got a pathological problem. Multiple or, personalities. Patricia right, killed the deer in Nebraska. Right. Either there's a pathological uh, deviancy here, or I'm not getting all the something's not adding up. To which, when it all came out, they gave their statement. The world came out, and however the world wanted to come out, and then you and I think this was a hundred percent righteous, as far as from your perspective. This was this was absolutely what you should have done. Uh, this obviously you and I are friends. I'm not stroking your dick here. I, I don't give a shit. Um, your platform is good enough and you can do whatever the freaking hell you want to. I think from, from a, a philosophical intrinsic point of view, what you did was righteous in the fact that you got Josh back on to go through some of the public scrutiny and, and the public criticisms, not only that was going on in the, in the public sphere, but also the messages that you got personally about what was going on. So you and had, and had been getting right for quite some time. You yep. decided to get Josh on your podcast and you put, this is, this is aired on the Kafaru YouTube channel. If you go to Kafaru, go to their YouTube channel, you will find this discussion with Josh and Aaron on the YouTube channel. It, and it was fucking uncomfortable because I'm reading really horrible questions. Understood. Understandable. Followers. Understandable. Yeah. Okay. I will, obviously, I want everybody to go and watch that video. And then then you, obviously, if you have not watched the video yet, go ahead and you're going to be, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it. So if you want to watch it, stop this now. Stop listening to this podcast now. Go to the Kafaru website or YouTube channel, watch the episode, then pick up where so, you just left off here. Now, let me rewind on you said that. With what happened, right, with all of this is Josh and Sarah, but Josh got um, accused or he was charged with multiple different infractions. Yes. And it was several years ago. Recently, they went to court, whatever, they took a plea deal. And they pled guilty to conspiracy, meaning they knew there was shit going on, but they did not commit that those crimes, meaning they knew there was nefarious activity happening. But that was it. So that's what they got charged with. So and I want to make sure this is put in context and you're going to go listen to the other one and bounce back, hopefully. But meaning they didn't get charged or they didn't plead guilty to poaching or baiting or anything like that because. What Josh explained and what I've talked to lawyer, lawyers about, because I've got to cover my own ass on this legally or or maybe not legally. Um, I need to make sure 
Sure. That I, I'm covering my own uh, knowledge base. You, you want to make sure you're squared away. Yeah. Well, even more than that, like I, I want to make sure you're looking at me funny. What are you thinking, honey? I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to back a demon. Right. I don't want to back right. a bad person. Yeah. There's a certain level that I will back you. And then there's a certain level I'm going to pull the pin and be like, look, dude, you're on your own, man. Like you fucked right. up. So especially you, you have to have a level of knowledge to know whether or not you're being snowballed by by mm -hmm. someone who you're interviewing. So you're yeah, going to be asking that you're, you're going to be asking them questions. He's going to respond with an answer. But you want to know whether or not the answer he's giving you is legitimate or a bunch of bullshit. So you, yeah, you, have, so, to have, you have to have a basis level of information. So you're going uh, or at least a standard of an understanding of the issue. So you're going to go to your lawyer friends and you're going to say, here's help me frame my yeah, idea around this. Well, and I can't read court document legal speak because it's just confusing. Other than an so, attorney. Yeah. 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 So. Looked at that, whatever. They were charged with a ton of different stuff. They pled guilty to conspiracy. So this brings the next problem up is, okay, they took a plea deal. Mm. So they weren't innocent of the other things. They took a plea deal. So with that, I asked a couple lawyers, obviously, that we, you and I have talked about before. All right, right. I asked so, lawyers, like, okay, how's this work? Go ahead. So, so No. So, okay. So uh, we were setting this up. I think we've set it up. Go watch the video. All right. So, so. At, from from this point on, let's dive into. Let's just go ahead and dive into. Your, this is what you're doing now. You're diving into your interview, and you've set it up well on what there is. So I just want, I just wanted to wrap up the the kind of setup. So go watch the video, come back and 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 listen to us. Otherwise, you're gonna have spoiler alerts. But all right. So Aaron, from your perspective, you as the interview interviewer, dive into your discussion. So we basically talked about. First, the the plea deal. He pled guilty to conspiracy. He felt comfortable with that. He knew that that he was guilty of that. Now, where the viewer and listener would have to choose is, did he get off because he had money, things like that, right? So we kind of you know bracketed this. So when he pled guilty to conspiracy, that would be like you and me planning on robbing a bank, okay? But we don't commit the crime. But our friend gives us up. They raid our house. We have explosives to blow the door we have plans we have whatever but we didn't rob it once we rob the bank there's no conspiracy we've committed the crime right we've committed the act then you're charged with yes you know whatever rob armed robbery or whatever so that made sense the lawyer that i knew or a couple of lawyers helped make it make sense so then it is did did josh have so much money and sarah that they were able to beat the system because they outmoneyed the U.S. government. So in my mind, this entire time, I'm thinking either the DA isn't very good, which is not likely, right? Like the DA is going to be good at his job. Or did they not have very good evidence? And Josh was very clear. All the evidence they had against Josh, and I knew all of that already, was circumstantial. Meaning they had tons of photos and shit of Josh pouring corn on the ground. It's legal debate in Nebraska. They didn't have any evidence of him sitting over corn within 200 yards. So yeah, that's the, that's the qualification. It is legal to put out corn and bait in Nebraska. You just cannot hunt within 200 or, yards of that. Or be able to see it, as I understand it. And that was brought up to me because Josh made a comment, I yes, think, he on the podcast yes, that he, he could see it. And 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 somebody told me, said, hey, I wish you would have you know, called his bullshit on that because he said he could see it. And honestly, I didn't know because I stay the fuck away from bait. Right. If there's screwy rules, right? Because I don't want to be involved in it. So, 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 so you know, so I, 
I, to, to, I, I know that portion of the video, um, and let me sum it. So what his statement was is you can't hunt within 200 yards of it, but literally you could be 210 yards away to see it, and there could be a deer on the pile, and you could shoot the deer on the pile, and you're not shooting over it. That was kind yeah. of the gist of the conversation. You, and then someone clarified to you that no, right? You're not supposed to be able to see it. Correct. Correct. So so maybe Josh was guilty, not maybe, if he admitted it, he's, he was guilty of that, but you know, I, I get that and I understand, and I didn't call him on it because I didn't, I didn't know. But in, in the big picture of, of this initial portion was, okay, pled guilty to conspiracy. All the other charges were dropped or whatever you want to call that. Right. But he made a plea deal. So the amount of emails, and we're going to have to stop every now and then for this and talk about the amount of emails and messages I got from people listening to that, which was fucking astounding. Right. <laughs> so, and we're talking lawyers, cops, investigators, like all kinds of people messaged me for the most part, the general consensus was there was, if he would have went to trial, he probably would have gotten away with it because if they offer a plea deal like that, they know their case is mm, not great. Right? right. So he may have gotten away with everything, but they would have smeared him through the mud and everything right. else. So when people ask me, what do I think? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I think he, I told Josh this same thing. And it was a very uncomfortable conversation we had on the podcast was, dude, I know you had to have known something was going on in five you said, years you or four. Said that, okay. You, okay, let me stop a minute. Here's the other part of the context. So you you recorded this, you recorded this with Josh. And then yeah, video and audio, yep. video and audio. And you were debating on on do you given all the other things going on in your life right now and everything else, whatever. Do you even do you even air this thing or do you just say, you know what, it's not worth the frickin aggravation of the public, ever, you know, uproar, whatever. Do you just scrap it? So you sent it to me and several other other folks that you trust. Ten. ten no, not that I trust. No, I sent it to 10 <laughs> people. Six, I trust to look at it in a non-biased perspective. Okay. okay. Four that I knew hated Josh. Oh, okay. So this, all right. So I'm, this was again, my I, social experiment that I, I was talking about, dude. I, then I'm going to shake your hand, man, because that's even better than what I what I thought. Like that's like kudos to freaking you setting this up to where I'm gonna I'm I know that I have waded into a shit pool right here. The question is, do I take another step, not knowing if I'm going right straight over my head and getting drugged down? and drown in it. Okay. So what you did is you went to six people that were, that you probably could trust in some way, shape or form to give you some good advice. And then you went straight to the pigs. You went straight to four pigs that were not pigs, but I'm saying four people that might want to drag you into the fucking mud. And you also reached out to them to give you feedback that dude, that's incredible. At and this point, not just me, but I knew they hated Josh. Right, right. It, which is that, because now they are the most biased that you could right. ever find out. It, 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 she's my wife, laughing. Yeah, she's right. laughing at me. So, right. what I, so what I, what my, you went, my, you went to those people that you could trust, and those that would be most likely to just hate every fucking ounce of what you did. You didn't bias it the other way. So your feet, you were looking for feedback. On what here's what we did. Here's the conversation. What do you think? When so, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer okay, let me answer mine. Let me answer mine. Yeah. I uh, can read it to you. What's that? I can read it, your response, and I can read others as well. 
Well, I, I, then, then let me qualify. I will let you read my response. I want you to read my response. And then I'm going to qualify it from this. Again, remember, I don't know Josh. Yeah. Never talked to him. And my opinion of him at this point is neutral to negative. Yep. Go for it. So, and I want to put a little more context into this. We sent the six people were basically people that probably didn't give a shit about Josh. We're free thinking, open-minded to hunting. We're, we're experienced in hunting because that's important with this. hundred um, percent. You know, because I, Robbie Denning said it best. If you have not broken the law hunting, you have not hunted enough because you're eventually going to break the law somehow. Even, even by accident. It, yes. Inadvertently or on purpose. So the, who would you guess? At first, before I go into the comments of this, and I'm going to paraphrase some, who do you think responded first? The neutral six or the negative four? Oh, fuck. The, the, the negative four probably just exploded your phone. And they didn't have time <laughs> to listen to all of it. I oh, kind of. Okay, so uh, I'm going to call bullshit. So, oh, not bullshit you, but what they did then was bullshit. If, if they didn't, like, this was almost a two hour, it was like hour and 50 some minute discussion so yep, yep. if you sent this to them at noon and they were already commenting to you at like one o'clock no you, you haven't even you haven't even a chance to li you freaking listen and then so evaluate go for it the neutral six we had to beg for a response including you you didn't get right back so i say beg you took your time because i had to chew on it yeah yeah I, I had to chew on Again, it free thinking open-minded what would happen if it was me, some common sense involved, some, you know, um, what do you want to call that? Like uh, some deductive reasoning, right? So, you critical know, and, and some like yeah, uh, critical thinking uh, on, on, or, uh, yeah. Um, unemotional critical thinking. Yeah. So after that, okay. I was like, you know, your response was basically that shows no negative reflection towards you or Kafaru. No, 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 Perry. You said you were going to read it. Just, just freaking read it. Oh, hold on. I want to make sure I don't. Because I, I think I said here. post that shit. <laughs> yeah. Because you wanted to know whether to post, post it. And I was like, post that shit. Like right now. Like post it. Yep. I gotta, I gotta scroll back here. Um. All right. I can, I can um, read. It. I know what I've got it right here. Okay. Just got done Who's watching, here? listening. My thoughts, publish that shit right now without reservation. Number yep. two, any public comment feedback is our next podcast we can discuss in great detail. Three, video that was sent cut out at 1.30 or so, so I don't know how it went after that, what I was able to hear, and... That's correct. And, yep. and then four, from what I did hear, I am more on his side than opposed, and I am not a Josh, Josh Bomar fan. Correct. I was impressed by so, his what he did and at the end it said and i didn't see a damn thing you didn't do i don't know what that meant what what meaning i didn't see you pull any punches i didn't oh. see you avoid issues i i didn't see you try to help him in any way i, I what okay. i saw you doing was asking questions that that either someone sent you or that you had thought of and you just flat asked them and then you let him yeah. answer. And there were a couple of the, well, not, not a couple, but there were times when you push back and you're like, all right, hold on a minute. Like, I didn't see you cut him slack where it was like, 
there's sometimes when you're like, all right, damn it. You're like, you were trying to bail him out. There was not a single time where I tried to, where I saw you were trying to help bail him out of a, of a, of a sticky response. You just asked him a question and then he answered. And then if, if you were like, all right, but dude, you should have freaking known. And then he would respond. I didn't see you do anything that you shouldn't have done or that, that you, that you did, like you didn't do like you should have. I think honestly, man, I, I honestly, man, from, and this is, and I'm going to, I'm going to stroke you just a little bit. So if it get, if it moves, Hey, take it, take it, whatever, not just me, but there's been a, I've been, I feel that a bunch of, not bunch, several comments lately where there's a bunch of people that are listening to you now that really like this quote unquote new Aaron Snyder, like this, this evolved, like shifting more, if you want to say mature or whatever you want to call it. There, there are people that are liking this shift in the direction where you're going. And I, I, I will, I will, uh, echo that in. I thought you did a freaking damn good. Again, this is a person that you consider a friend. So number one, what you said earlier, this could not have been an easy conversation. And number two, not. you know darn well that he's, you consider him a friend. It's hard to freaking eviscerate a friend, but it's even harder to stand and look at, you're putting this out there for the public to consume and criticize. So you don't and want don't to forget potentially lose sales and hurt my family. Right, and I don't so, mean Amy, right? Because I don't want to hurt her, but hurt my Kafaru family, right. meaning loss so of sales. If if you if if you go in and unfairly treat Josh, that's going to go against your personal value set of my, my moral compass. Correct, yes. but yet if you don't represent every everyone else that's stacked behind you, looking over your shoulder right now. You're going to leave them. You're, you're going to disappoint them. I mean, like you're you are treading the line. And I thought, in my opinion, I thought you did a pretty darn good job. I so, based on what you knew. Again, like for instance, the the baiting thing, <clears throat> where you're not supposed to be able to see it. I, I didn't know that, and and you didn't know that. I if you're not intimate in in Nebraska fishing game law, there's probably things that that Josh uh, probably either misrepresented or got away or whatever but here's the thing number one you didn't know that and number two i'm not sure based on josh's performance and and how he acted if he would have been i if you'll allow me when i did the elk hunting institute and the elk module i from day one and aaron knows this my thing was behavior, 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 understanding behavior, understanding the why behind everything, elk behavior. And that translates into vocalizations, communication, and how you use that stuff on the landscape. Kelly and I created and, and came up with the idea of the gallery where we just put hours and hours of video footage of elk doing elk things unencumbered by any sort of hunting input whatsoever. Because I just wanted you to see natural behavior in a natural setting unfold before you without any sort of stressor on those elk that they're they're negatively reacting to and i said this in one of the video i just literally was just watching it the other day because i'm working on some other stuff for the elk institute when you just if we're talking about elk and bugling 
if you listen to an elk vocalize, an elk bugle, they can vocalize in a bunch of different ways. And there are times when you hear an elk bugle and it sounds like one type of vocalization. But it's only when you get to watch the animal and his body language and his disposition and how he carries himself on the landscape that you actually can understand the true meaning of the vocalization he just gave. And even though it may have come across as like, say, for instance, in this, this very specific example, a contact bugle, the context and the behavior of the bull engaging in that was actually a dominant bugle that was very mild. And the important part of that is, and what I what I stressed was, it's it's not enough just to hear an elk bugle and say, oh, that's what he's doing, or a cow vocalizes and say, oh, that's what they're doing. You need to be able to watch them and see them and understand the context of their body body language and their innate behavior to understand what the context of the vocalization is, the communication that they're doing. The hell's that got to do with freaking Josh Bomar? I sat and I watched Josh Bomar's body language. And I watched how he held himself. I watched how he answered your questions. I asked, did he, you know, was, how was he sitting? What was his voice? What was, I didn't, I did not detect deception. So I, I did not you say that that was one of the reasons we wanted to video it. Bingo. And I, again, man. Dude, Me I'm fucking proud of you. I'm fucking proud of you, man. Like, I cannot <laughs> express, I mean, I cannot fucking express that. I'm fucking proud of you on this because that was, dude, that's, that's not, that's not kinder, kindergarten level shit. Like, that's next level shit that you thought of that I'm fucking proud of you because you put it where people could watch, not listen. That, like, that's not, that's not trivial. That should not be glossed over. And I'm fucking proud of you. And, and, Man, I want to fucking hug your neck right now. I'm like fucking proud of you for doing that because that's huge. And I don't well, know how many people just listened versus watched because if you watch his body, now I'm not a fucking forensic expert on fucking human body language. I'm fucking good at behavior and I'm fucking good with people. So call me like if I miss like a percent or two or 5%, okay, fine. But I'm sorry, I watched him. And I did not see deception. I did not see him trying to snowball you. I did not see him trying to craft a narrative. Like, well, in the whatever, video, you what, can what, also whatever whatever he said, whatever he said to you. If it's a lie, it's a lie. But whatever he said to you, he believes it a hundred and ten percent, and it is sub fucking conscious. He reacted like his true self. I've said this before. Anyone can act like anyone they want to act like. They can pretend to be anyone they want to pretend like. You only react like your true self. He reacted several times in that video to a question you brought, and every reaction offered a line of of dialogue. That I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry to everybody that hates Josh Bomar. I'm not condoning anything he fucking did or didn't do. I, I'm he got himself in a sticky situation. I'm telling you, as I watch that thing, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, he's bringing me over to his side of the equation. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one more thing, and then I'm gonna turn it back to you, brother. I have my own experience on numerous fronts dealing with law enforcement and court proceedings on both the the uh plaintiff side of the equation, uh, uh, equation as well as a defendant side of the equation and the defendant side of the equation 
from a criminal defense standpoint of the, and we, I don't want to go into all the details, but we can talk about some of that. So I have criminal justice experience. I've sat in the, the seat, so to speak, on both sides of that courtroom, making accusations and trying to bring about justice and watching the court system unfold. I've been on the other side, being a defendant on that side. So maybe my experience in the court system gave me a a, a a deeper level of understanding of what he was actually talking about and going through. But I'm telling you, I think you did a fucking good job. The fact that you put it on video is fucking outstanding. And I think Josh helped his case by being honest and bringing forth really honest and good dialogue and points. Go for it. So with what, what you were saying, with what we were talking about in the feedback, okay? So everybody has their own experience with the law, right? Now, I had multiple people that have been in trouble with the law get a hold of me. I've had multiple detectives and cops and things like that. And I'm going to read some of them and I'm not going to mention names. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you've never dealt with the law, here's how it works. You get charged. You are guilty of what you are charged with, but, but so the court can get their money. They allow you to take a plea. If you never have been in trouble before. No example. So let me go ahead. Because there's very contradicting just like you. I, 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 I had, that was, okay, I apologize. No, I'm glad you said no. that because there is vast differences in responses. And I'm, re- I'm reading a negative one first. Example, I caught my now ex-wife and her sister, sorry about the language, fucking a guy and his brother. I beat the ever-living shit out of them. Since I kicked down the door and drove to there, drove to there and put them in the hospital, I was charged with two counts of premeditated attempted murder also charged with aggravated burglary for kicking down the door, along with a lot of other shit. Right. Out of all of those charges, something was said that they found, something was said, and they found a knife that had called out, that obviously he's using talk to text, out of my pocket, closed, and in the dirt, so I got to take a plea of assault with a deadly weapon, and then was able to, after five years, erase my felony so I could hunt again. This being said, the Bomar... Bomars are guilty as fuck. They they just look took a plea. Obviously, watching this from the outside and having those charges on me, looking at twenty five years, and I was able to plea way way lesser, just proves how easy it is to plea out. And I was broke, and I was a broke ass motherfucker. Please do not mean in any way that you are not guilty. It means the the court don't want to mess with trial and will let you just pay a shitload of fines. So go ahead. Yeah. So there's, okay. So his issue is messy, but so he's, he's, he's conflating a couple things in there. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing is he's conflating a couple things in there. Um, in, in, I'm not a legal expert, but based on what he was talking about, based on all the other things, it, 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 he probably could have, have argued a defense of temporary insanity, given the fact that the, 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 or the, the passion, law right. whatever the fuck but, that is but they, right but they, uh, crime of passion sorry correct a crime of passion to where it would it would not have gone down the road the, the the prosecution would not have gotten the level of win that they wanted but they gave him a plea that gave them a chance to get a win but that they did want so the other thing now i, I want to rewind this real quick because and i, and I don't want to adjudicate everybody's fucking case because we don't know 
No, no, we don't know. And again, you come at this with your own optics, your own, you know, history or whatever. This guy, I'm assuming, was not a public figure. This guy was not somebody that they wanted to get. Right. They wanted Josh Bomar, without a doubt. And and they got him to a certain degree. The next comment. And, 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 and for this guy, they don't give a shit. It was a domestic dispute. It, it quite honestly. There's fucking be, murderers uh, getting out on bail right, right. now. But quite yeah. honestly, quite honestly, and I, and I doubt that the prosecutor ever say this, but everybody that went through that, the case and was looking at it, there was like, you know, kind of the guys that got beat, they got their ass beat, probably deserved it. And fucking blah, blah, blah. We don't want to deal with this. So we're going to take an easy win. We're going to set this up and set it out to where whatever we offer this guy is something that sounds but, good to him, but we get to have an easy win, get this fucker here, off of our docket and move on. So here is where on this specific thing before i go to the next one josh stayed in court for fucking nine years there we go there we go not immediate right he didn't take a plea deal immediately he came up to the gate and they offered it to him last minute so that brings me to my next comment okay fuck me yes this yes that one that one fucking resonates with me hard because Josh said in your discussion that they wanted it, they 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 got all. Of course, they they're going to throw. This is the problem with the criminal justice. I stand behind the the, the United States criminal so, justice. Hold on, before before you go ape shit, let me read the next one because it's going to get thrown off here. So the next one was, "Hey man, I've worked and you. I think you read this, but you may not have. Hey man, I've worked in the court. Or excuse me." I've worked, you know what, I'm not going to, I don't want anybody to figure out who I'm talking about. He's yeah, been yeah, yeah, yeah. an investigator for many years in like triple digit, like 30 years. Yeah. He was like, uh, he said, what people are saying about Josh is not correct. I don't like this fucking guy at all. But to be honest, the only reason why they did not go to court is they had a horrible case. Yes. If they had a good case, they would have gone to court. In reality, other than Josh getting thrown or drugged through the mud, he would have probably won if they yes. went to court. Yeah. I'm not saying this for a fact. I am not up on everything that went on. I agree. But handing him a plea deal at the finish line is because they had a horrible case and yes. the district attorney probably knew that. Yes. I have dealt with this many, many times, just not with wildlife. Yes. When I, they I, hand I, someone I, like... Chill the fuck out, Chris. Hold on. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I get it because you already told me your story. So um, when they deal with a case like this, with the amount of money dumped into it, they have to have something at the end of it or they look really, really bad. Taking a plea deal, and in this case, Josh was guilty as shit of what he pled guilty to, makes total sense. I agree with you. There was no fucking way that big, giant fucking gorilla did not know what was going on. I'm sure they had a clue that there was poaching happening. Pleading to conspiracy, I think, was fair. And keep in mind, I hate this fucking guy. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I, lo- I, I, I I will shake that guy's hand. He's 100% right. Absolutely. Abs- absolutely. So, absolutely. Again, you don't I, there, was many, go ahead. there was many, many other people that messaged me. And... Now, I will say that there was a few people that were like normal police every day, you know, cops. When I say that, like, you know, driving a car, you know, police car, whatever, that were like, hey, plea doesn't mean you're innocent. He's full of shit. Now, on my end, I tried to stay out of that on the podcast because I know for a fact if you take a plea deal, 
that doesn't mean you're innocent of everything else. That just means you're pleading guilty to this specific thing. And that can go many different ways. My common sense fucking meter said he was guilty as fuck of what he pled guilty to. And I didn't think he was guilty of the other things. And you've been through this. I, I haven't personally been through this, but meaning we all have probably friends that have been in trouble, whether that be with the fish and game or normal life of, you know, what you're actually guilty of. And I've said this to Amy many times. If the deal, if the Department of Wildlife comes to my door, there's a fucking reason. Now, whether I'm guilty of that reason or kind of guilty or really guilty, they're fucking here for a reason. I did something wrong. I saw something go wrong. I may have done something wrong or I made a bad decision inadvertently, but they're fucking here for a reason. Now, I hope they never come to my front door. Anybody listening? I'm, I'm a fan of the fish and wildlife. But in Josh's case, he put a black eye on, you know, hunting. I don't disagree with that. Some of that black eye is getting blown out of proportion because I think that they probably, I don't think I would say close to no, they knew some shit was going on there. They went anyway, you know, like when they should have popped smoke and left or whatever. Like if you and I start hunting together and we go to an outfit the first year and everything's normal. The second year, we start to remember some shit that may have happened the first year where we're like, hmm, yeah, you're right, man. Shit, Chris, you're right. That was weird. They did bring that deer back at first daylight and it was still fucking no rigor mortis like yeah. what the fuck happened last night you know and, what i mean like and and that same thing that that was like a unicorn last year just happened again like last night like some of the people that pled guilty in this case you know obviously over years were like man these guys are shooting bangers every year and they pled guilty so Knowing all of this, right, and I'm trying to, you know, not to jump around, knowing Josh is shooting multiple, multiple giant deer, and he's getting, I mean, he's, they're up his ass with a fucking microscope and a stethoscope waiting for him to fuck up again. So he went multiple years hunting in Iowa all over the place, never got popped again, never got pinched. Right. So he obviously did everything right or or they, they just suck at investigating, right? So I'm assuming he did everything right from the because they were they were trying to find something else to like, hey, you know, layers, right? We got more shit on them. Go ahead. Because keep in mind, at this point, the feds are involved because this is a Lacey Act violation or alleged alleged Lacey Act violation. The federal law enforcement now is going to be getting involved. Number two, well, and it because because of the uh, multi-state compact. Where you fuck up in one state, you fucked up in all the states, and if you if you lose your hunting privileges in one state, you lose lose your hunting privileges in another. Sorry, but um, you have to understand. You have to know that at this point, if the Bomars during this investigation before the feds and the Nebraska sprung the trap, so to speak, they were watching and investigating. Bomars are hunting other states. You've got to know damn well that the feds reached out to local law enforcement of those other states and said, uh, local game warden of XYZ state, these people are under, uh, under investigation. We see that they're hunting here now. We, we would at, we would like to have some assistance, you know, keep an eye on blah, 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 blah. You know, damn well, they weren't just sent allowed to go willy nilly across the landscape and just fart around and do whatever. And no one's watching them. No, during this investigation, they're going to be under, every microscope that could ever be handed to him and this is the only thing again i'm not a fan of josh bomar but this is the only thing 
that they were nailed with. Quote, with unquote, nailed with. The fact that you and I have to say that every time for the haters listening in. I know. that that, But it is, it is you know, what it is. So with all of this, right? So we, we've talked about what he, you know, he pled guilty to conspiracy. He was charged with a bunch of other shit. The public outcry of in the smear campaigns and all this other shit, right? Of 101 animals posts. I mean, there was some horrible shit. I'm sitting back and I'm like, okay, if I was a, a poacher, let's say, and I'm a, a very good businessman, which Josh is, and I have, like you, some common sense and I know animals, okay, or whatever. If I was addicted to it and people can get that way, he had seven to nine years to fuck that up. You just talked about that. Right. He, right. So like numerous times. Yep. Numerous times with numerous 180 to 200 plus inch deer. In different so, in different states. So now is the, okay, Aaron, are you defending Josh? You're, you're not saying anything wrong? And it's like, no, listen to what I'm saying. No, he definitely did shit wrong. He should have never posted that video spearing the bear. He shouldn't have posted his truck burning down. He's not a perfect human. None of us are. And I'm certain he fucking knew some shit was going on there. I'm yeah. not saying he's perfect, but I'm saying he is not treated overly fair. And when I say that, that, that is not me being a friend of Josh that's met him one time. I'm saying that if I ever got put in this position, right, and I did something wrong, whatever that may be, let's say I filled out my tag wrong or, I don't know, I shot too many does or, I don't know, whatever, pick it. I would hope that as my name's getting drugged through the mud, people would look at this with some common sense and say, okay, you know, he fucked up. And, and I talked about this on the fir first podcast, and I've gotten lots of hate mail from it, bringing things into parallel with everyday life, a speeding ticket, right? You get a speeding ticket for doing seven over, not a big deal. Forty over, that's a big deal. You're, 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 you could, you, you could kill people a lot easier and endanger lives at forty over. Seven over, yeah, you're on the way to work, right? You're trying to hurt. With what Josh did, and I've said this from the beginning, I don't think he was innocent. I just don't think he's poached, right? I don't. I, I'm not saying that he didn't know shit was going on. So then it came to the, the, the fines. Okay, so he had a hundred. Well, this is funny. This is how fucking stupid Josh is. And Josh, I'm sorry if you listen to this. He thought his fines were 130,000. They were 70. So they were half of that. Okay. So what it took a lawyer to explain to me was on the Lacey Act, they charged him for Josh Bomar, Sarah Bomar, and Bomar Bowhunting. He got, he got charged for three things at the same time. So when the one vehicle crossed state lines, he was charged three times for that one vehicle for three different entities, basically. Correct. That made more sense once, th once that was explained to me, because 70 grand is quite a bit of money. I mean, it's not a ton of money, but it's quite, I mean, it would bankrupt it most for, people. For, it me, would yeah, fuck like, us. for me, it's a yeah. fuck ton of money, but him, maybe oh, not. Yeah, but but if, if this happened to Amy and I right now, she would beat the shit out of me, right? We wouldn't be bankrupt, but we would be reaching there, right? I mean, I might be working some side jobs, so it's a good right. amount of money, but... The 70000 for the Lacey Act for crossing state lines with a truck and a camper, I had to have that explained to me because I wasn't sure how that worked. Made total sense after that was they were charged three entities, three fines, a truck and a camper. Okay. So I still don't think Josh is totally innocent, right? I'm not saying the fucking guy's a saint. I'm just saying, okay, well, here's what it is. Then he fucked up and he, he people asked why they kept his deer. Yeah. That, they kept a couple deer. Yeah, this is one that and, he, go ahead. And I pushed back on this on the podcast. It was a bad he just said I didn't care about those deer because they were small. 
No, that's wait, 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 a bad. Okay, so for for those people not listening, so <clears throat> all this, I'll explain this. All right, they kept everything when they seized uh, his stuff. They kept trucks and campers and bows and shit and sell. They kept everything, all the animals and the taxidermy and everything. Right, all kinds of shit. When all of this happened, when he took the plea deal for conspiracy, he was able to ask for what he wanted back. He asked for everything back but two or three deer. And I think it was 120 and 135-inch whitetail. The, the deer that were associated with that narrow incident that they were supposedly busted for. Not, not just that narrow incident. There was other animals as well that they no, were no, charged no. I, with. You're 100%. But the, the deer that he did not ask for back were the specific deer. Yeah, were a couple of the, the ones that, with that, that incident. Ugly, that ugly incident, according, you know, paraphrasing. Well, him. no, no, there was there was also a mule deer they did keep that was part of this incident. But, okay. but he uh, there was, asked for that back. He did ask for that back, and he got it back. Oh, okay. All right. So, but, yeah, same, 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 we're close. Anyway... When Josh filled out the paperwork for what he wanted back, he asked for everything back but two or three deer, and they were small. So when the public came back with, you know, once this was public, right, when people asked him about it, he, you know, why did they keep your deer? He had said, because they were small, I didn't care about them. Initially, my thought was, you fucking moron, that sounds horrible. Right. And in, 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 in more context, he said, dude, when you look at something on the wall, you want it to be a good memory. But he also kept some of the other deer they shot there. So, I mean, it's like, whatever, right? Kind of contradicting. And that's, and that's where, that's the, the, okay, there was a couple things that I, 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 you know, mentally was like, eh, I don't know about. That was one that I hit. I was like, bullshit. If you knew you were innocent and like, even though you, you, you said, okay, yes, some shit was going on there that we didn't put two and two together. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't care. But they, they knew something was, wasn't right. They still decided to be involved with that outfit and be in the mix, guilty by association, whatever. Um, like, you're given the chance to get stuff back, and you know damn well. Because, again, this is the other thing that, that got you. you I'm, I'm not. I think it's important. The original plea that the feds gave him was. You agree to one, was it one count of poaching or something like that? Or like, you agree to poaching, we, we take everything up. And he's like, fuck no. I, like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to agree. I'm not going to take the plea what? deal on poaching because I did not poach. And he was like, Correct. hell no, I'm not taking that plea deal. And this is what kept things going on. So if he knew damn well he was just and righteous, I understand. You know, this is a personality difference. I understand what he said about the deer. I disagree with him. But I'm I, under, I'm under, I understand yep. where he's coming from. My personality? No, no, no. Fuck you. You came after me. You tried to destroy me. You wanted to drag me through. The, I want every fucking thing back. And I'm coming after you for fucking interest. Like, I, like me? No, I want everything back. Once I get everything back, if, if I just want to take those antlers and hang them in my barn, or if I want to cut them up and make them to chew toys for the freaking dog, do what you want to do after that, after the fact. You want everything fucking back. Like I want everything back because I was I was not guilty of all the things that you wanted me to be guilty of. You try to drag me into the fucking dirt and destroy me. Fuck you. I want everything back and I want to be able to use that as my defense in the public sphere of they gave me everything fucking back because they knew they yeah. had jack shit. That's me. Yeah. And 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 no, and I, I pushed back on that. And 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 again, it's as good. we're going through all of this, I'm trying to put myself 
and again on social media everybody's perfect and they shit you know golden eggs and when no one ever does anything wrong i'm thinking i've done some shit wrong right like okay like yeah let's say i was hunting with chris in kansas you can bait in kansas but you can't hunt over the bait i can't remember all the rules in kansas you you can shoot them in you can they could be laying down asleep in the bait pile and you can shoot them yeah go on so but i'm hunting with chris and i do something illegal inadvertently on purpose whatever and you know the, the 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 investigation starts and they're at my house and they're asking where did i shoot this and where did i shoot that and they're like oh you know this arrow is bloody and i I'm, I'm making shit up but fuck they 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 charged me with 11 different things and i'm like hey fuck i'm only guilty of this one. Oh well we're charged Margin- with all of them. and you're marginally guilty at that I'm trying to put myself in that position with, with Josh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, is he a saint? No, but he's a good guy. Uh, did he put a black eye on the community? Yeah, he probably did. You know, bear, whatever. But being like we talked about before, this is the United States. You're innocent until proven guilty. And what my common sense meter tells me he was actually guilty of. Right. That's what's popping up if I'm putting myself in that position. So it's like, hey, Aaron, you shot, I don't know, let's say whatever. You shot two white tail does or two mule deer does. One was supposed to be a white tail. You can only shoot one mule deer white tail doe and one uh, white tail, uh, one mule deer doe and one white tail doe. And you shot two mule deer does. I'm like, okay. But God, am I a trophy for the DOW and they're coming after me with all this other shit now that I gave them a doorway to to enter in? Or You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just, yeah. this is running through my mind. So I'm like, okay, Josh really doesn't shoot small deer very often. Okay. A lot of the people that did commit, or excuse me, did um, plead guilty, had shot really big animals. Okay. That common sense, right? And they, yep, and, they were probably as, guilty. As far as we know, they weren't given a plea deal. They were flat, just flat convicted. Like we mm-hmm. got you dead to rights. You're fucking done, and you're convicted. And they were shooting. And then I look deer. Yep. And then I look at like the Chris Brackett case video. He's guilty, right? No doubt. So then I ask people that I know that are you know lawyers and you know whatever cops or detectives or whatever. Like, hey, you know, how's this work again? Emotion out of this shit, right? Friend of Josh, not friend of Josh. Like, what the fuck is the deal here? Hey, man, if I beat the shit out of my girlfriend and there's a video of it, am I going to be able to take a plea deal? Right? How's this? Like, you know, whatever. Like, hey, I just wrecked into a telephone pole doing 90. You know, whatever. Make it up. All the shit people do that are stupid on day-to-day life. The general consensus, which was 99%, was, man, when they have that much evidence against you, you're guilty. When they're making shit up, generally, they're going to throw a ton of stuff against the wall. So if they can't get anything to stick later on, you are going to take something because of money, meaning you can't stay in court. Mm. You're scared to death. Like, just get me out of this shit. Or time. And, and, yeah, time, right? Whatever. And, so, that was, and that was very telling in this one where they made a last minute plea deal. That... What that right there is like, oh, they didn't have shit and they knew it. And they, they, after nine years, you spent how much of the taxpayer dollar and you came up with fucking bupkis. You're not, the prosecutor's not going to be like, oh, our bad. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no hard feelings. Move it. No, they, they still need, 
that little box checked like yes get we 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 won even though we spent like a million dollars going after this guy and and we came up with nothing well he still pleaded guilty to uh uh conspiracy so uh, we won <laughs> yeah okay give me that when they, when when they offered that plea agreement to them at the last minute i'm sorry i've been in the system i've been through this I, I can't put myself in, and Josh answered this and he's right. There's a part of me, when I heard him say that, I was like, ah, no, you take this to the fucking end. You like, no, when they, when they give you that, you know, they have nothing. They're like, they're on, they are on the ropes. They are desperate. Fuck them. But just no, take this to fucking trial and be acquitted of everything and fucking stand on the stage and be righteous that you were acquitted. But he's right. You don't have as much money as the fucking federal government. And they you don't have, have and, and the media and all the shit, they, they will exact their pound of flesh. They're either going to get a conviction or they're going to get a social conviction. And they're going to drag you to the fucking through everything. And so this is where I, I'm sorry. I don't know a guy. I don't know a thing about what happened in Nebraska. I know what was, I know the, uh, everything around, I know what was talked about and everything was talked. But when I saw that plea deal at the last minute, I'm like, fucking A, they had nothing. And then when they said what they had, I'm like, of course, they're just, no, they don't have a legal case. But what they're going to do now is save face and they're going to fucking destroy them in the court of public opinion to where they can never recover. So even if they lose legally, the Bomars are destructive. So of course, I, I can't blame. I've been there. I've been there. I can't blame, jo not from a, maybe we talk a little bit about my my case. It had nothing to do with wildlife. I've got a case we could talk about wildlife, um, but not this way. But regardless, my case on being in this type of situation had nothing to do with wildlife. It just had to deal with some bully cops and, and a, a, a court system that was fucking corrupt. And I've, I've been there. I've walked his path. And I know so, you can't. Here, here's you can't weather the fucking federal government when they want to destroy you. I'm sorry. And 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 they've done a good job. And I mean, the thing is, is what he right. pled guilty to is what I think he was guilty of. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. And, and, and I think. And I think. Okay. So I agree with that because. And and I'm not. I'm not saying I agree with it because that's the other thing too that people are going to think that conspiracy means you were actively involved with planning the illegal shit so when someone says that he pleaded guilty to conspiracy it sounds like he pleaded guilty to going out and setting up the corn pile that someone was going to spotlight a deer over later like Which he knew he he but, could have yeah, right i mean i don't fucking right, know right, he could right, have right 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 and that and that's a that's a that's a that, aaron that's a fair and valid point we don't know but the other flip side is, is again, and maybe this is my bias. I'm coming from the standpoint of being a, a, a victim of an aggressive bully fucking system where. I want to reiterate, this had nothing to do with what Chris is talking about. It was 180 to fucking degrees away from fish and wildlife. It had nothing to do well, with well, hunting. And, and, and when we get done here, I, I don't mind sharing some of it to give people a context because 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 quite honestly, I think my experience is a parallel. And, and no, I you told me it, and we'll talk about it later. It's fucking 100% a parallel. It's 100% parallel in a different world. 
And this is, and again, I understand it gives me a bias, but it also gives me clarity because again, I, I understand. I don't know. Josh could have been guilty as fucking sin at the conspiracy charge and literally may have gotten away with a whole bunch of shit or the conspiracy charge was fucking bullshit and they knew it. They just made that the mo the minimal thing that he had to swallow and, and, and his life would, everything would just go back to normal. I, I can't, I can't, I, of course I understand why he would take that. So it could be one of, it, it's going to be up to a critical thinker and it's, and this is, and this, I think, Aaron, I think this is where you and I wanted to settle on this. If you want to bring up more topics, absolutely. I think this was the gist of this conversation. People make up their mind on something well before they get all the information, the all the facts. Yep. I will, I will raise my hand. I am fucking guilty of that. And I'm trying my best these days to not be that person on a variety of fronts. But it's very easy to have a bias, have a pre, a predilect, uh, you know, just a preconceived notion of what's going on and just convict, especially convict socially in your mind, those people that are, whether they're doing better than you, have a better life than you, seem more successful than you, all these things that it's very easy for the envy and pride. There, there you go. Perfect, perfect. Pride to enter this to where I want to tear someone down because it's it's so, little. I'm sorry. It's going to make me feel better about myself so, or my belief structure system. And let's, they, let's talk about that for a second. Go for it. Josh is not fucking perfect, right? No. He is a big target. Of course, not. he he is very vain. You know, to a certain degree. And when I say vain, he's, you know, he's, he's got a bit of an ego. I mean, who doesn't that, that, you know, is a bodybuilder and shit like that, you know, whatever, like he's a big target. What, what I put myself in this position wasn't in hunting. I am known when provoked to have a temper, right? It comes out, I don't know, honey, twice a year, three times a year. Year, you, month, or week. Are you just saying that? Year, year so month, we or week. Well, it, Tom Tom Senior Tom Clum saw it out of twelve years of him knowing me, eighteen years, whatever it was, he saw it once, and he was like, "Holy fuck, dude! I've never seen you fucking angry." He was like, "I was scared to death." So, people knowing that, I've been very upfront with that, and far as like talking, you know, on the podcast with other people that have that, you know, problem or whatever. That if someone tomorrow, Amy and I at a grocery store, or you know, whatever, and the headlines come out. Aaron, you know, whatever, breaks the car window, drags the guy out, and, and pick whatever the fuck it is. Aaron Snyder charged yeah. with assault and, you know, assault and battery and, bought, you know, like 12 other charges for, uh, you know, accosting some guy. And 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 let's, let's bring it into reality. My temper is flared. The cops come, and I know I'm innocent, and they're trying to detain me, and I'm like, oh, the fuck you, you are. are. Right, right. And, and now it's resisting arrest and uh, assaulting a cop. I mean, shit's just piling up. But let's say that fucking guy touched me or provoked me physically before that altercation. No one gives a fuck about that. Right. The first nope. fucking thing nope. that pops up. Nope. The, the people that don't care about you or the people that will psychologically benefit from you being the target won't care. 
Those people that actually care about justice and, and righteousness will actually go, okay, well, what the hell? Okay, what's the other side? Because, like, there's, and there's this two is, sides to everything. Like, what's the other side? And this has happened to me before where I'm very protective of kids. And I saw a, a kid that, that I had – there was a line crossed, and it. I was lucky I didn't go to jail. But the 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 uh, altercation, the, the, I, I had felt it was abuse. And I, I took matters into my own hands and I fucking blacked out and uh, defending the kid. The cop was cool. Nothing happened. But if that went to the public eye, immediately people are going to say, oh, we've heard Aaron from, you know, people that fucking hate me or, you know, whatever. Right. That that that. Oh, he's guilty. Well, then seven months later, when trial has finally finished and there's a video of that guy pushing me. That is forgotten. No one, the fucking point of no return is gone, right? right? Everybody has made their own judgment except people that, you know, know me or whatever else that, that holy shit, the actual facts of what happened that that guy physically assaulted me is gone, right? No one fucking cares at that point. Right. Well, because and, all, yeah, go ahead. No, and, and what you're talking about is, is rife in society these days. And to Josh, Josh's point is he's, they are suing a bunch of people for defamation and slander and everything else because the, these outlets and these media outlets well absolutely let's, let's get point, to that in a second okay so my point to you is it happens all the time in media where a, a news story will go get published of full of bullshit and then the truth comes out and someone says you retract the retraction and the correction is on page six at the bottom of the page like not yeah, only the original article was on page one, one hundred percent. So not only to your point, not only do not do do people not even care about the 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 truth. Oftentimes, people aren't even allowed the equal opportunity to know the truth. And again, me trying to put myself in. It's harder for me with the hunting thing because I've just never been in that position, right? I'm not saying I've never broke the law with hunting because. I was a knucklehead when I was younger, right? And and but again, certain things like it's hard to it's like scoring a 300-inch mule deer. Fuck, who the fuck has seen one, right? So it's hard to put yourself in that position. And so I'm looking at it of something that is realistic that I I I could be in that position. And I'm like, okay, well this is and and again, this isn't as much as my knowing Josh and being a friend as well, let's give the guy a fair shake. And when I say a fair shake, I don't think Josh is innocent of everything. And I've been very clear with that. I don't think Josh is a perfect human. None of us are. I would like to see the American fucking system that we all believe in actually be carried through that once you go through due process and your crimes that you have committed or, or, or been you know uh, guilty of, that you've pled guilty of, are what you're actually guilty of, not everything else. And I'm not saying that Josh may or may not have done something else wrong with all of this shit. I'm just saying if I was in this position or you were, or it was a different but parallel situation of, I would hate to be the guy that was guilty when I was defending my own physical wellness, right? My, you know, somebody pushes me, somebody takes a swing, whatever. I would hope that people would actually wait till everything is shaken out in court before I'm hung in the courtyard and stoned to death. And Josh has been hung in the courtyard and stoned to death, I think, a little early. Yes, he's he's got a, a ego, an, an ego, or he's 
what were the words? Well, he's mean? arrogant. He's he's he, bigger he's than life. Yes. He's loud mouth. He's I mean, he, like all the he he's he's much. Let's just put it that way. Like on the visual and on the spectrum on social media, he's he's just a lot. Like good, bad, or indifferent. He's bigger than life. Everything is bigger than life with him. So yeah, and and again, he's a lot to take. I mean, I've had people that follow him where he's like, "This is a new world record. This is this," and they're like, "Too much." I'm fucking. I again, I get that. I don't have any issue with that. It's like I, I mean, I don't have an issue with it because I'm used to Josh. But it's like I get it. He's larger than life. Everything's a world record. Everything's bigger and better. And other things, whatever, but it's like, okay, I get that. If you don't like him because of that, fuck it. I understand that the guy's a fucking douchebag or whatever, but it's like, okay, Jesus Christ, is he a fucking like seven time poacher of shooting shit in the headlights? No, he may be a fucking goofball. He may be arrogant. He may be whatever, but for fuck's sake, yeah, (laughs) dumbass. But for Christ's sake, looking at it from the, the perspective of like what's right and wrong, what he did wrong and everything else is like, goddamn. Can we give the guy a fair shake? Like, you know, and, and he's his own worst enemy at times. Like, he does a ton of of work that people. And again, this is my own um, knowing of or, or or knowledge of 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 he and his wife. Fuck me, they donate a ton of money to the poor overseas, like uh, all kinds of shit. I mean, hundred, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars that they don't maybe promote as well as they could. And he has brought that up and immediately it's like, oh, he's crying, poor, pitiful me. And he does this. And I'm like, I get that. He's done that to himself. But here's the thing. And I've I've, I've said this before that describes Josh Bomar. If I called Josh tomorrow and I was in trouble and let's say I was broke down in, I don't know, honey, where fucking South Pass going over, you know, whatever. Josh, I broke down. I need fucking help. I guarantee He's one of the very few people that would rescue me. But I also guarantee there would be an entire fucking story on social media of him rescuing me along the way. <laughs> there would be a YouTube that- video. There, there would be a YouTube video. It would have six cameras going, a drone shot. It would be, yes. yes. Which I don't yes. personally give a shit about because Josh, in my opinion, is a good person. Right? I can't speak for Sarah as much. I just don't know her. Right? But right. Josh is a good dude. Arrogant, yes conceited a little bit right overbearing whatever yes but it's like for fuck's sake they had fucking seven years or nine right right you know or or five of him hunting there to come up with a good case they had another however many after that to get him to fucking plead guilty and they had all of the other time he was hunting in north america right to come up with him poaching common sense if i never knew josh right says yeah he's probably fucking doing things right most of the time now yeah is he a big buff gorilla motherfucker that's goofy as shit and burn his truck down yep guilty as charged yeah well but yeah jesus but, christ but that but that okay but just because you're that personality again there's a lot of people in this world that i that i just that rub me the wrong way but does that mean that they don't have a right to be like the sportsman industry is, is made up, and I and we're going to get to the point here in a little bit. You know why why do why does Chris Rowe care about this? Other than you bringing this to me and, and me in engaging with you, I there there's a relevant point here. But again, going back to the just basic fucking this this country, like this this sportsman community that we have is made up of every 
type of person through every walk of life. And I don't know. I Well, let, let me yeah, go let ahead. me dive in real quick. One of the things when we talked in the beginning about um, self-improvement, you know, self-analysis, right, whatever. Um, when do you abandon a friend? That was <laughs> one of the things that through all of this. And when I say that, I don't I'm not talking about Josh so much, because when I say that Josh was a friend, but he wasn't like super right. close. But I mean, it was also just, you know, common sense, like we talked about is. Do I, because of the threats of losing sales and my worry for, like the woke mentality, we'll just get a ton of people together and we're going to fucking threaten not, you know, no sales. We're not going to buy from you. And and I'll bring up, um, I hope he doesn't mind, uh, Cody D'Aquisto from Lone Wolf. When I first started talking, and I've used Lone Wolf since 2000, fuck, three <laughs> 20 years, right? I mean, when they first so, came out, probably. When they, when they first came out, right? Cody, when I first started talking to him recently, and I have been using Lone Wolf the entire time, I had a group of people that I'm friends with, right? And this is where fucking the world needs to come together and think, God damn, like, just because someone doesn't like Cody doesn't mean I'm not going to be friends with those people, right? The, a group of people said, hey, Cody D'Aquisto is friends with a guy who's been a poacher or whatever, right? You know, and we're not going to affiliate ourselves with Cody because of that. And I hope Cody doesn't mind me telling this story. And I'm like, I need to get more data on this. And so I call Cody and I talk to him and Cody's like, look, man, this guy was, he's been with me through hard times. Yeah. He made some mistakes, right. But he's never let me down. He's always had my back. And to me, as an individual, and people may not agree with this, I had more compassion and more respect for Cody for not ditching that guy. He made mistakes. Cody agreed with that because that guy was a friend from the beginning and helped Cody out through hard times and was always by his side. He made mistakes, but Cody did not drop that guy. He did not let that guy down. He stayed by that guy's side. Now, there were people that totally bashed lone wolf tree stands, totally whatever, you know, where like, oh, we're not going to support poachers. And I'm friends with those guys, too. But I was like, fuck, I have more respect for Cody for not dropping that guy. Meaning, if you fuck up next week, majorly, what kind of a fucking human am I? Because it might affect my business. Now, when I say that, there's going to be two things that draw that line. Like child pornography shit and beating the fuck out of your wife. After that, you and I are still tight, right? I don't care what you did within reason. And, and within that, within reason, I think all part of that goes with is, did I fuck up? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Why did you fuck up? Because I, I had a moment of weakness and I was a dumbass and I freaking did blah, 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 blah. Because and, you were fucking human. And I was, I was, I was, I was human. And yes, I did it. Yes, I'm guilty. I I own up to it. And no, that's not who I am. That's no, I'm not proud of it. And no, it's not going to happen again. Like, because th that's the thing is, if if that is the if that's the type of of response to someone fucking up, then again, yeah. we go we go back to the, the, the way this nation is set up. There has to be a path to redemption. Like, yeah. it, like you, if someone screws up, which everybody does. 
everybody screws up some way, shape, or form. Is there or is there not a way, a path to redemption? If if there is, then okay, then we need to let someone go through and, and come out the other end of that path of redemption. Now, with that being said, if I if I if I got caught doing like poaching or whatever, and and you called me up and, and like I was dead to rights and, and I was like, you know what, I don't give a fucking shit. Who gives a fucking shit about deer anyway? Yeah. You no, know, there's too many fucking deer and blah, 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 blah. Like where where I was caught dead to rights and I gave zero shits about any value set that actually meant something to you or that literally that literally contradicted our intrinsic understanding of who one another were and and our our uh, 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 mutual value sets again to you like pedophilia or or something yeah. like that like I fucking violated something intrinsically fucking you know to your value set and I was fucking unremorseful yeah, you sorry, didn't care. okay yep. like if, if that's the case I so I ha I have I have a couple of people that I have cut out of my life that at one time I considered good friends because they violated that level of my trust and they were fucking unre unremorseful about it. And, and, and I'm like, to, fine, you're out. To, you know, to add to that, like I have a very weird moral compass of my own, right? There are friends that I have recently like just stopped talking to. Now, I don't bash them or whatever. Um, I would like to see a couple of them, but when I say see them, I'd like to see them, but I just stopped talking to them, you know, for whatever reason with my own moral compass. So what, 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 what we talked about in the very beginning of this, what I brought up Cody for is like, Chris, if you called me and was like, you know, I was like, dude, did you poach that deer? And you just were like, dude, I fucked up. It was 200 and fucking 12 inches. It was on the wrong side of the road, but dude, I fucked up. I shot it. I'd be dude, like, yeah, man, fuck. I'll, I'll help you out. I get it. Like, let's get through this. What, what you fucked what, up. What, what did we, ju we just talked about this. Like this is yep. okay, folks. This is not okay. I, I'm not talking about my cop issue. This is like a real world example. I'm, this is no, this is not hyperbole. This is like literally the truth. So Kansas, we have a late doe season. All right. I, we don't really need to manage does out here on the landscape at a high level. Like we used to do because our population is low because of the drought and all, all sorts of other things. But I do put meat in my freezer with deer. And so I literally went through my freezer. We organized some stuff and I'm like, fuck. Like I'm lower on meat than I thought we were on meat. And I'm like, shit, I, I probably ought to put a, a deer or two in the freezer. Now, again, I could buy, I have my regular over-the-counter, uh, my my resident either sex tag. I didn't choose to fill that. And then the, the I had from January 1st to January 15th is the extended doe season. So you can shoot an antlerless deer. So I decided to go out and I'm like, I, I'm going to, I had two tags. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and shoot. Technically, I had three, but I'm going to go ahead and shoot two. I'll, I'll take two deer. And I was going to say, I'll take two young does. You know, that way it's not blah, blah, blah. We can talk about the management part of it later. But anyway, I'm out there. Here we are. The buck season is over, right? There is no rifle season for bucks anymore. Gone. That's several weeks ago. I go out into the field where I want to shoot a doe. I have my rifle in my hand. I am in the middle of freaking nowhere. I peek, I literally get, I'm getting ready to get set up in prone position. I come around this little knob and I look and like 120 yards away is 200 inch 
190, 200 inch mainline in uh, mainframe inline seven by seven whitetail with a with a eight or nine inch kicker. As I would say, the kind of deer that will make you poach. Holy shit! (laughs) Okay, let me put some pepper on this one for you, Aaron, because I look at this deer. Okay, I just I just got done with our entire season where most of our mature bucks are busted to bits. Okay, so I'm sitting there trying to manage expectation for our hunters saying, guys, listen, a lot of our mature bucks are busted up. And so you're not going to see these high scoring bucks because they've sheared off their antlers and tines and everything else. And here I'm looking at a, a, a mature buck that is 190, 200 inches, and he doesn't have a fucking blemish. Like not a tine is broken. Like he's. Oh, holy shit. Okay. And I'm in the middle of nowhere. No one's around. I have a rifle. I have a tag. If I touch off a rifle, no one's going to think anything different of it. And more importantly, this deer is skin and bones. Like, I don't know if he's got CWD and he's late C. Or if he's just old as fuck and he might die. Correct. But all I know is we have a massive coyote pack that lives down in this river bottom that is just absolutely slaughtering our deer. I know that this animal is skin and bones. And the likelihood of this animal making it through the onslaught of coyotes is like 1%. Like, do you want to think for a second that it never crossed my mind to touch one off? Like, put (laughs) the deer down. He's going to die a miserable death anyway. Put the deer down. And get that set of antlers. Oh, dear Lord. Now, to everybody's relief, Chrissy left the field. Because here's the (laughs) thing. Here's the thing. There is a neighbor. There are two neighbors that if they were on their property and they were in just the right spot, they could see that. And here I am. It's it's because I'm I'm deer hunting for a deer. I'm I'm out for a deer with a rifle. I've got to wear blaze orange. I'm compliant. I've got my full-on nuclear blaze orange vest, and I've got my full-on nuclear blaze orange hat. So if someone was out there January hunting pheasants on my neighbor or hunting coyotes on my neighbor or just checking traps on my neighbor, there's a possibility someone could just eyeball and look over and see this all unfold. So Chrissy was like, you know what? Not only am I not going to do that, but I don't really want to shoot a doe here because if I shut the... Touch this. I don't know where this deer came from. I've never seen him in my life. I, if the coyotes are going to kill him, I want him to kill him on me so I can go catch the get get the antlers. If if he makes it, oh, that's even better. So I left the the field. But dude, there's a lot of people and talking with friends who have said they're like, dude, I would have fucking just touched it off. And I'm so not going to say. Let me. So no, if I me. if I had shot that if I had shot that deer, and and a neighbor saw me. I would have just likely poached a 200-inch deer. Do you know how fast that news would have freaking traveled my community? I'd been done. Uh, I'd have been done. I might as well go out and put a rope over my front tree out there and hang myself and and just beat them (laughs) to the punch. So with what you were just saying, when Amy and I were in Nebraska this year, we were hunting spot stock mule deer. And I think if I'm remembering correctly, we were driving down a road and I explained to you about, okay, on the right side of the road is unit nine. On the left side of the road is unit eight. And there are people that leave their house or whatever, the hotel room that day that are planning to poach. There are people on the far other end that will never do. I mean, they stop shooting ducks 10 minutes before legal light, whatever. And there's people in the middle that 
99% of the time don't poach. We're driving down that road, and on the right side is our legal unit. And on the left side, and we're in the middle of – I did tell you this story, right? We did talk about this, honey? Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, on the left side is a typical 212 to 20-inch mule deer, borderline world record. And this is why I always bring up that's the kind of deer that will make you poach. Yeah. What kills me about social media is people a ton act like they would never even think of shooting that deer. Any killer that I know will at least think about shooting that deer. Most right. people will probably shoot the fucking deer if it's in the right situation, meaning it's a within a, a couple people, hundred. A lot of people would. A lot of people. A lot of people would. It's a couple hundred. And you start the justification. And when I'm saying that, I've done this thinking about it. And, it's and only 200 yards from the legal unit. Right. Right. And, and in my you case, and, and that's the thing is my case, if, if that had happened and I got busted for it, I, I guarantee the news would have gone everywhere. I know the news would have gone everywhere because oh, yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I have busted industry people out here for trespass and other things. I know they would have gotten word of it and it would have frick, it would just go freaking viral to where Which, I know Aaron Snyder would pick up the phone and be like, uh, dude, what the fuck? If I just if I came out and was like, man, I got I messed up and here's why, and I'm fucked, I'm screwed, I don't know what to do, but like that's gonna give you a different take on who I am versus I'm like, you know what? Who gives a shit about a deer anyway? It's going to die from CWD. It was going to die from this. If I just sit there and I make a million excuses, I never deny that I poach it, but I just make a million excuses why everyone else is wrong and I'm the victim here. Oh, that 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 becomes two different. That That's two different things. A hundred, hundred percent. And that's what I was explaining to her was like, okay, I choose to shoot that deer, right? Honey, drop me off. Whatever, I go over, shoot it, I drag it into the truck. There's the game warden watching. It Fuck. comes down, whatever. You know, the right thing to do is I fucked up, right? It's like, you know what? I didn't plan on cheating on Amy, but Jesus Christ, she was naked. I didn't know what to do. I fucked up. And I'm saying that because she and I laugh about <laughs> I think you're using a wrong analogy here. But, but it's the same thing, right? I mean, truly, like, okay, like if if Amy's out out whatever on a business deal and she's got some hot dude hitting on her, it's like there's a moment she's going to poach, right? <laughs> Hopefully she never does. She may think about it, and I can't fault her for that, right? But there's a moment for certain people, there's amount of inches, a situation. Right. With the common sense factor with Josh Bomar, none of it made sense, right? right. Small right. deer, right? right? You know. And, and again, where, where like I was trying to talk to people with this, where they and, were like firing back at me, good, bad, go ahead. And, and he did, and at not at no point in the discussion that I heard, did he play the victim? You, no, you know what I mean? No, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think so. I, that, and that was, that was another part for me. Now, other than, other than maybe aggressive uh, prosecution, which that's typical, like, like that's, that, of course that's typical, but I didn't hear him play the victim. He, he owned up to what he believes he did. And then clearly Which is what I fucking believe he did. Correct. Like that same thing. Like that's what I, from the beginning, I thought he was guilty of that from the beginning. So. Correct. So, all right. So we, we, okay. So we've gone through all this and, and I want people to watch that video too. So that you can see, again, it's Kafaru. It's, it's, it's on their uh, YouTube channel. It's, it's a, 
I I want people to watch it because especially after the context of this discussion, because I want to see how many people of integrity, intellectual maturity and emotional maturity can watch that. And, and I want you to let us know where you after this discussion, after you watch it, like, how do you fall with what you saw? Because go through some of the comments, Aaron, because you said this was a social experiment. And, and it like, trust me, like, li tr trust me. Like I just put, you just saw, I, I took a roadkill deer. I got the game warden's permission to move a, a roadkill deer, move it from the road right of way to a hilltop over our river bottom so that the bald eagles that are, are flirting around down there can feed on it. I posted that picture. I literally spelled that out in my description and one of the, the like the second comment on this is why i don't go to facebook the second comment on facebook was you really need to learn how to freaking process and 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 uh, process a deer because that was real th that's freaking wasteful yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like did you no comment no comment on that one literally like you didn't Oh, but like, so my wife gets on there and was like, bruh, <laughs> She's like, it was, it was roadkill, dude. It's literally in the explanation. You can't get clear. Nope. Nope. But that's not what people do. That's not what people do. It's just like, I see, I hear, I feel, I trigger, I judge, and I move. What did I, I posted this on my social, on, on my Instagram. Somebody came up, you know, uh, 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 thinking is hard. I, this is from some psychologist, philosopher. Critical thinking is hard. That's why most people judge. That is a fact. It's freaking true. And so it's like, my gosh, I don't, I'm not a fan of Josh. Or let me, let me rephrase that. You I told me neutral, you didn't like him. No, but I watched your interview and I was like, okay, maybe I, I kind of like him more now. Like, like that, that's saying something. Like so, what were some of the comments that you got that 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 intrigued you, that piqued your interest, shall we say, of of this social experiment that you did? Which again, I'm going to hug you, brother. I love it. I, I that's why I said post that shit. Post it now because so, I I want yeah. I want in on this experiment. You know, so after the um, the, you know the the people that I sent it to, right? I had posted, hey, oh. having Josh Bomar on the podcast. Send me your questions. The first questions I got, and I had to delete this for how many pounds of a, you know, what, what pounds is his bow? Something about broadhead. So I deleted that. I said, having Josh Bomar on the podcast to discuss the poaching or whatever text I put. Oh my God. So initially, I mean, I, I just fucking crazy. Like, oh, hey, ask him about a controlled burn where his neighbor's house caught on or, or cabin caught on fire, you know, shit that didn't have anything to do with, with poaching. Right. Then I got one of the ones that let me think of how it was worded. It was something about, he's a disgrace. Go ahead. No. So uh, sorry, sorry. Let me, I'm not trying to cut you off. So in other words, what people wanted was more firewood to pile on well, let me 
this 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 funeral pyre. They, let, they let me get something more. Let me get to on. that. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me get to that because a hundred percent what you said. So I got um, I would say probably three hundred you know questions roughly right. Some of them were neutral. Some were good. A lot were bad. And the bad ones were like, hey, he just pled guilty to shooting deer over corn and whatever, whatever. Fuck that guy. And I'm like, okay, I've got to do this podcast. Right, because that's not what not what he pled guilty to. Right. Will you talk? He's playing the victim. Why the fuck is he acting like he's the one that was um, the, the victim here that he was treated wrongly? And then I'm like, okay, I got to do this podcast because... I'm not saying Josh is innocent or a saint, but I'm like, he is kind of somewhat like, I mean, he is getting fucking judged before he was judged. He's right? being, he's being, he's being socially convicted of many crimes he did not do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so at this mm-hmm. point, at this point under our, and, and this is, uh, this just popped to me, I guess in, in this is going to be, if we look at our, our justice system, even the worst of the worst offenders, even if they can't afford defense, are allowed to get a public defender. They're allowed to have a defense of the worst yep. of the worst. So in in a way, when you and I guarantee your your moral compass is very similar to mine in the fact that I don't I've never been able I've never been able to tolerate bullies. And I'm going to speak up. I'm not a physically big guy. I, I've never been. Um, but so I don't go fight people physically, but I will not shy away from an intellectual battle or stand up to someone that's uh, that's in, that wants to be an ideological or so, intellectual bully. So at, what as this is going on, keep in mind, I'm going through my own shit where right. I've got a guy that has said horrible things about me for a long time, bashed the company. That at some point in time in there, I was like, man, I, when I see this guy, I'm going to conk him in the head or whatever. And then he cries the victim, right? He's like, oh, Aaron's a bully. It, you know what? I'm going to call the police. If he touches me, I'm going to take his company. And I'm like, okay, the world is fucked up. Like, what happened here? Like, this guy has bashed the shit out of me. Not when I unjustly, right? Right. And so I'm like, okay. Then I'm, you know, parallel, Josh. Okay, do I think Josh is perfect? Fuck no. He's got all kinds of problems, like all of us. But but, but my in, common sense. But unjustly, they, they they even if you're the worst of the worst, you still are afforded a defense and, and if, a day in court. A day in court. And if and if you're if there's somebody is going to be unjustly convicted. And no one is going to step up and provide some se- uh, of some some justice. I think you and I are the same. Where okay, I'm, uh, I I might have to speak up. Like I, I know I'm going to ta- I, I know I'm going to be criticized. I, I might have to take one from the team. But someone is being unjustly accused and destroyed. And if I have a mechanism by which I can reduce that un- that injustice. I feel it wrong for me not to engage. And again, this sense? is where we talked about like maturing and, you know, what we talked about in the beginning. I'm like, okay, is Josh perfect? No. Right. 
did he do wrong shit? Like, did he break the law? Some, yeah, uh, of course. He had to break it somewhere where he, he, he knew what was going on or whatever. So I'm like, let's get the, the, the info out. This was partially to do with shit I'm going on. You know, I have going on, on in my life to do with the fact that I know Josh is a good guy and that he made some mistakes. And again, where do you drop a friend, right? Like the reality of this is like Levi has, has stuck up for Josh and taken huge criticism over it. I have been threatened with, I'm never going to buy a Kafaru pack again because you're defending poachers. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck, am I defending a poacher or am I getting the actual truth out? Right. Like that, you know, big difference, right? Right. I'm not defending what Josh did. I am telling you in a podcast what he actually pled guilty to. And I'm saying what I thought he did wrong and that. I think that, you know, me personally, right, that I don't think he actually shot shit over bait, but he did, you know, he did know what was going on, whatever, obviously. The woke culture or whatever you want to call it, I'm never going to buy a Kafaru pack again. I'll never defend. I'm never going to buy a row hunting resources elk module again. I'm just going to do this. And I'm thinking, okay, how many people in my life shit gold? Mm, it rhymes with fucking hero. Because it's fucking no one. So then it's like, okay, well, obviously we're all perfect online. But I know I've made mistakes in life. You've made mistakes. Josh has made mistakes. Levi, pick it. I'm not, you know, Josh should have never spe speared that bear, right? That fucked it up from the beginning. He should have never stayed hunting with Hidden Hills. He fucked that up. But Jesus Christ, if we're going to defend this American way, right, of innocent until proven guilty, you've got your day in court. In that day, you plead guilty to conspiracy because it's all circumstantial evidence. They don't have anything against you, right? Nothing solid. Well, then fuck. Let's just let it ride. That's what he did wrong and fucking move on, right? And and if you don't like the guy for his personal, you know, whatever his characteristics, I get that. But it's like if if tomorrow you and I go or let's say next year, you and I go elk hunting, right? We backpack in. You shoot an elk. You don't, you know, we debone it. You don't fucking detach the dick correctly. You also don't fill out your tag correctly. You get charged with that. Yeah. Now they go to your... Oh, go you ahead. Don't have, you don't, you, we did everything correct. I left evidence of sex on, but based on, b between backpacks and the horse and everything else, the hide got ripped off of the fucking quarter. My tag is still wrapped around his nutsack, but it now is detached from the quarter. Literally, there are some game boards that will write you that you did not leave evidence of sex naturally attached. Yeah, they're literally. It's like OSHA, right? They'll find something, and I'm not bashing, you know, um, you know, whatever the fish and wildlife or or game wardens. I, I I'm a fan, and, and there should be more of them. But you can get convicted, and if you, yeah, there's very good ones, and there's some bad ones. You can get convicted quickly, and by the court of public perception. You will get thrown through the mud before the actual truth or evidence or final result comes out. And I just felt I felt fucking bad for Josh because I was like, God damn, this fucking guy. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying people shouldn't like him or 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 shouldn't have issues with him or whatever. I just was fucking amazed from my my dealings with him on the phone. And knowing him at the level I knew him at, that there were so many people 
that were saying he poached, he did this, he shot this many animals, whatever. When in the end, he pled guilty to conspiracy. Right. And if no gonna, one fucking seems to care. If, if you're going to hate someone, hate hate them for a righteous reason. Because if you hate yeah. someone for a righteous reason, when someone comes up and talks to you and says, why do you hate this person? And you explain a righteous reason. The other person's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, but, but if you hate someone based off of a, a, a just your basic bullshit emotion, you can't articulate it. And it's based off of a lie. At the end of the day, when someone asks you, you're the one that's going to come across as being the douchebag, the, the dumbass douchebag. And well, what we're hoping you had a guy comment on your post, um, you, basically something about I was a douchebag and I, I don't yeah, know, right. whatever, I'm the devil. And and I messaged that guy and I said, hey, man, I'm sorry you feel that way, but good luck this season. You know, whatever. He came back and I think he was on Oxycontin because he was pissing out a kidney stone or, you know, something. And I said, hey, man, I get it. I said, I come off a certain way. You know, I no drama. Right. Like, I get it. And he was like, hey, um. I still, you know, whatever he had his little spiel or whatever. And I accept that. Like I'm fucking, what's the word? I'm, I'm a uh, polarizing, right? I, I get it. Right. And, uh, I was like, look, man, I get it, whatever. But this dude has such a fucking hatred for me. He was like, I haven't listened to your podcast in like, you know, five years. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I get it and again. I was like, man, no drama. Right. But I'm thinking one, one, if I don't like Chinese food, I don't pick it the fucking front door. Of the local Chinese food place. I just don't go. Right. That guy still followed me. Right. 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 So he still sees my shit coming up. No one watches two, you closer than the people that hate you. Yeah. Two. He was like for. And I'm not saying the guy was wrong. Right. He's judging me for. I don't know. A podcast I did. He said right. I thought I was better than everyone. I get that. Right. Whatever. I'm, I'm very well aware of my own deficiencies. So I'm like Jesus Christ man. I'm like hey I'm sorry man. But you know good luck this season. I get where you're coming from, um, you know, whatever. Then I'm looking at, okay, Josh, is he, he's got the fucking body of a Greek God. He's overbearing. He's a little bit arrogant, you know, whatever, narcissistic, maybe, I don't know, whatever the fuck you come up with, but fuck me. Can we at least wait till he goes through court before we hang him in the fucking courtyard? Because at the end he pled guilty to conspiracy. And I feel that if the district attorney had enough evidence against him that was, you know, without, without a doubt, right? Like, he oh, would no, have they never. Would, they would never, they would never, have, no way would they have ever offered him a plea deal because he was too big of a fish. No freaking way. That would, again, yeah. see, this is the thing that people don't understand. And I, and maybe you got some of your friends to chime in on this as well. This is the thing that people don't understand. I, there's layers. I am proud of my military service, but I, but I do not hero worship military service members or people who have served. I have worked for a police department. I have family members, extended family members who are police officers. Uh, I am, I've got good friends that are, I, I have a high respect for the police force and I have been the victim of asshole piece of shit police officers. Just like everyone in the every every profession in this world is made up of people, and people have their individual motivations. I'm sorry to say that in many cases, prosecutors, those lawyers, those attorneys that go into the public arena as a prosecutor, 
<clears throat> same thing with cops. They are a lot of times they are judged off of their performance. And their performance that they're judged off of is how many convictions they get. Like, what do they achieve on the landscape in their job description? Do they get convictions? And you can get prosecutors that are fucking just ruthlessly aggressive. But more importantly, a prosecutor does not want to stand, have to stand before a public prosecutor does not want to have to stand before their constituency and argue how much money they just spent on a case and then come up with a loss. So a prosecutor is going to do whatever that prosecutor can think to do to not only speed the process along. And, and I, I am one that this is where some of the most egregious, and Aaron, you, you touched on it earlier, some of the egregious crimes and criminals or whatever, they're just getting just, you know, here's, uh, here's three months probation. Oh, here's this, or just, just get, just get the hell out of my system. Just get the hell out of my system. But if they take a plea of this tiny little plea, well, that's, that's a win on the prosecutor, win for the prosecutor, win for the prosecutor. If a prosecutor thought that Bomars were guilty of a, in a, a, an egregious thing, there ain't no way. And that that is a fucking Rottweiler with a bone. It ain't letting it go. But if a prosecutor thinks that their, their, their case is weak, they're just not going to fold. They're just not going to just, you know, like, uh, all right, fold. All right, good God. Good God I tried. Oh, well, oh, well. No harm, no foul. No, they're going to present an, an option that's just easy fucking thing to take. And... No, I, to Aaron, what you said is right. If there was meat on this bone that the prosecutors could have latched onto, there's no way they would have fold, especially when they present that plea deal for what that plea deal was at the eleventh hour. That that yeah. that was them. That was prosecution saving face. Again, I don't. I, I don't like Josh. I'm I'm not a fan of what Josh did, and I'm not a fan of Josh's personality. But I can I can I can understand why Josh took the deal. Yeah, and you know uh, I don't want to like be taken out of context. I've already said it, but people hear what they want, so you know right. I'm going to say it again. Right. I don't think Josh is perfect. I think he he knew what was going on. I think it was fair that you know uh, conspiracy was fair, right? My issue with all of this is, and you know, this is deeper than just the Josh Bomar podcast. We talked about like, you know, you know, self-improvement, growing, maturing, or whatever was one, when do you leave a friend, right? To hang to dry. Two, can you look with critical thinking at what's going on and other issues in life, whether it be this or something else, with open eyes and actually use your brain, right? Okay. There was just a fucking balloon floating over Montana um, that was a, you know, let's Chinese just, spy plane. Let's just let's just say the United States. It went across yeah. the entire United States. OK, COVID. OK, whatever. Let's pick it. Critical thinking. Right. Do we all need five fucking jabs or will, you know, public or, or what is it like, um, well, you know, the, the immunity. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um herd immunity be better right critical thinking your own thinking your background or whatever like all of this shit as i'm growing older and i'm dealing with other bullshit in my life it's like jesus christ with josh is like okay i'm not saying he's fucking perfect i'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong 
But fuck, if they had that good of a case where they let somebody walk away with conspiracy if they had an actual fucking case of him poaching. That is common sense if I never met the man. Here's, they would never let him walk away with that. Let, let, me take it a deep, let, let me take it a step further, Aaron, for you. And, and then why, why does Chris Rowe care about this, given what, I've been, what Chris Rowe has been talking about recently? You are guilty of giving the accused a platform from which to speak. Yeah. That's it. In their mind, yeah. he's guilty of whatever it is that they want him to be guilty of. And you, asshole, gave him a, a platform to fucking speak his mind in a neutral and an even manner? No, no. In in today's, and this is why this met, this conversation, like it's, I, I don't give a shit about Beaumont. But what I do give a shit about is this experiment and, and what this whole thing whipped up. Because you, you touched on it, the cancel culture. We are, the, the and society in general, is getting sucked into this hole of cancel culture being more and more acceptable. Now, granted, there are some aspects of society that are starting to push back on that. And quite honestly, the sportsman community is pushing back on that because the anti-hunters, the animal activists, they have deemed us guilty in the court of public opinion of every fucking atrocity that you can ever imagine any single person doing. And they have already convicted us. And they don't think we should, let alone have any plea deal. or No, we should be convicted in their mind and suffer every ounce of exacted revenge that they want based on their ideology. Without any, in some cases, without any evidence whatsoever. They want to, the sportsmen have been indicted and convicted guilty in the eyes of the anti-hunter. And what do sportsmen do? We push back. We're like, hold the fucking phone. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. We're not guilty of that. No, look at what, I'm, I'm, I'm innocent. I'm, what do we want? We want, we're not only we want to defend ourselves. We are actively out on the landscape now doing, trying to do damage control in the face of freaking animal activists and anti-hunters. And we want our day in court in front of the public. We want people to listen to all the great things we do. This is why I did the podcast, The House That Ted Built. We have a house. It's a big house. It's an awesome house. And there's all sorts of aspects to it. Now, here's the thing. What did I say before, Aaron? If I was guilty of something and all I did was deny it, I downplayed it, and I made it sound like you were the asshole for thinking that I did something guilty and I was wrong. I'm the victim here. Down, just because I did something atrocious, don't look at me. I'm going to gaslight you. I'm going to freaking lie to you or whatever. You're the, I'm the victim. You're the asshole for pointing it out. I've literally had people tell me and other people that I've been talking to that we need to stop our conversations because we, we, we can't be criticizing the sportsman community right now. If I poached that deer, which I did not, if I had poached that deer and I got caught with it and I owned up to it, I was like, fuck me, man. I had a moment of weakness. It was a freaking giant. He was going to die anyway. 
I didn't think it mattered. He was good, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was, it, it, and I owned up to it. That's one thing. But if I'm, if I'm out there making excuses and everything else, and I'm just dis, dis, dismissing it and downplaying it, and I'm just a wretched piece of shit, I rightfully, in the sportsman's eye, would have been convicted and be like, screw you, dude, you, you are convicted in a court of law because someone saw you do it, and then you have no remorse. Fuck you, you don't belong in the sportsman community. Well, we've got people in the sportsman community that have fucked up, like, egregiously, and they don't give a shit. And here we are, we're trying to talk about, about this. It's like, okay, we know our community is not perfect. We know it isn't. Two things. One, can we have some remorse and regret and some empathy towards the fact that we're not perfect and we know we have to do better. We know we fucked up in places. Members of our society have fucked up. And yes, you know what? You can point to that and I'll own it. And I'll raise my hand and I'm like, yep, we screwed up. Yep, yep, yep. I'll own it and, I, and I'm and i going to work to do better in the sports community. Yes, we should be doing that. But the other flip side is we ought to be able to defend ourselves and have our day in court and be able to say, no, we're not guilty of everything that you're trying. The anti-hunters and the animal activists are trying to say we're guilty of. If we are going to do that as a sportsman community for ourselves, and we're going to rally around this, this monument of the North American model of wildlife conservation and how holy the sportsman community is. And we are going to rail against the animal activists that have wholesale judged us and convicted us in their public opinion, in their minds. How in the hell do we not extend that at least to a modicum of a degree to one of our members in our own? I don't even care if he's a member of our own society, our, our own house. Just in general, in fucking society, this is relevant. Cancel culture, whether it's in social media, Hollywood, politics is one thing. But cancel culture in sportsman community is just as fucking bad and pervasive. It's just as bad as a cancer. And at some point, we've got to start doing better. We've got to start thinking clearer, more critically. And we've got to start thinking deeper. And this is where, Aaron, again, I'm going to pat you on the back for having this conversation. You did not, I do not believe you gave him cover. I do not believe you purposefully, strategically gave him an out on anything. I think you gave, you you had an individual on, you offered a platform, you asked questions, you pushed back when you knew or you felt that you should be pushing back. And the dialogue is what it is. That is that if you're guilty of anything, you are guilty of giving a man a platform from which to to speak his defense. If that makes you guilty of something, fuck off. Like I, I I've got no use for those people. Yeah, it's a it's a weird weird world we live in, and uh, you know, with this and everything else that's going on, like I'm like I don't. Uh, I don't want to say I'm giving up, but like, I'm like, holy shit, where, where are we at as a community? Like it, 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 with everything you just talked about it wears and on. with, oh yeah, it definitely wears on you. And, and uh, again, like we, we have, like I did the Matt Ranella podcast. I did a podcast with you. I do podcasts all the time. And when you look at, and, and one of the things that was crazy, like we talk about that, you know, social experiment, right? Personality experiment. I had a guy message or or post that I was, uh, I don't know, whatever. I was a devil on yours. I called you and I was like, dude, I just had two people message me that you 
thought you were smarter and better than everyone. And then you had someone post. Yeah. Arrogant. That I and I am, I, I totally get it, right? I'm very confident in what I'm good at, and I'm not confident in what I'm not good at. And and I'll I'll own mine. I, I know I become I am very passionate. I know I'm very opinionated. Uh, and if I come across as arrogant, that's not my intention, but I, I'll own it. I hey, I'll own it. I'll own it because if if I feel passionate about something and I know something to be, I, I'm going to be very forward in bringing that to the table and I, I know that can come across arrogant. Hey, I'll, I'll I'll own it. It's not something I'm proud about and what I want. I'll just work on it in the future to try to not be. But hey, absolutely. I will not take that away from that person's perspective. Yeah, but as you should be, right? Like, right. you know, when people, you know, and I'm, you've said it multiple times, right? It's baked into the cake. I'm me, right? You ask me about mule deer hunting. Yeah, I'll probably be, I don't know, arrogant or, you know, confident. You ask me about whitetail hunting. I'm like, you know, I just kind of sit in a tree, do what I'm told, right? Like, whatever. When it comes to, like, what we're talking about now is, you know, human growth, right? And, you know, critical thinking. What uh, what, what went on, like, looking at it from an outside perspective, taking all of the knowledge and all the truth, whatever, right? You get it. it man, it's not happening that much anymore, right? It's, it's, uh, it's crazy, oh, no. right? It, and <clears throat> so... We had we had talked earlier about the the recent Joe Rogan slash Jordan Peterson podcast, um, and how many excerpts that you have snapped out of it, and and people have sent you, and uh, literally I, the the amount of notes I've got on that that are directly related to the sportsman's industry and and the sportsman's community these days. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just let's just put it this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna give people a warning now. If you thought I was arrogant, I apologize. That's not my my intent. But you thought I was stepping on toes earlier. Wait until the, I I've got some concepts I wanna I wanna I wanna chew through and air out. And I, I'm trying, Aaron. For just you and I haven't talked about this. This is just cold. I'm just maybe it's you and I, maybe it's Jim, maybe it's guy, maybe it's all four of us, maybe whatever. But I, I, I feel like I need to have someone else on the podcast just to keep me grounded. Like to just to like push back on me because some of these things that came out of the, not only Peterson's Rogan experience uh, or uh, 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 appearance there um, he's, there's been some other stuff he's done with daily wire. Some of the stuff that he's tied in with some of his other lectures. I'm like, Holy fuck, man. Like if, if people want to really critically think and it, or no, they don't want, they don't, they don't want to critically think, but sportsmen, I think these days are getting caught up in the, the same traps of society that the, the, the broader society is going through. And, and it, I think we're going to suffer in the long run if we don't either snap out of it or have folks like you, uh, Jim, Guy, maybe myself. You know what? I'll, I'll even throw Matt Ranella in there. Like just people just throwing concepts into the freaking mix just to freaking piss people off for no other reason, just to piss them off to make them think. Like that's the thing is when you get pissed off, like I know for me, something pisses me off. And like for the next six hours, my brain is just, just going, like just going. I'm just chewing on all, all sorts of things. But I know that in my brain, I can chew on things and get whipped up and go off into a direction that maybe is not as constructive or even righteous as it would be if 
I was able to bounce that idea off of other people, or if I was able to get other ideas, solicit other ideas from other people. And I hope that's what we're doing. I it's what you did with 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 Josh Bomar. You you provided a platform where you guys could have an honest conversation about what the freaking hell actually happened. Hey, honestly, and Matt Ranella. And and Matt Ranella. And the fact that you have people that just okay, we had this conversation in the last podcast. And we talked about it. You and I are, you and I both are not the same people we were 10 years ago, and we are definitely not the same people we were 20 years ago. I think that's a that's a luxury that comes with age and accomplishment in our respective lives to where we become comfortable with who we are and what we believe. And I and I and I say that from a standpoint of comfortable with what we believe. Like we like we know what we believe. Now we can entertain other ideas. We can entertain criticisms, and and maybe we'll 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 move and we'll we'll shift and we'll modify who we are and we'll grow. But we're comfortable in who we are. There was a point there, and I my brain went to a rabbit hole, and I I don't fucking know. But anyway, um, well, I think I mean I can't speak for where your brain was going, but. For me, with everything that's gone on in the last year or two, with everything, you know, Josh and this kind of social experiment by, I don't want to say by default, but definitely not something that I was expecting that has come of this. And with what you and I have talked about is, I think that with everything going on in the outdoor industry, Josh is totally excluded from this, right? Is forward forward thinking, critical thinking open-mindedness and having a resolution for any issue popping up is huge right now more than it ever has been because the 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 it's today's world is different than 10 15 even three or four years ago and every decision we make is going to be huge and have like ripples and echoes for years to come from right now and this is totally that's nothing to do with Josh, but whether it be overcrowding OTC tags, cutting them down, raising prices, um, you know, on on tags and predator hunting, like people have to start thinking and potentially giving up things, paying more, you know, whatever it may be, than than they would have had to 10, 15, 20 years ago. And <clears throat> With, with what you just said, and it's related to where I was going, but it's not directly. So <clears throat> this, and this is, this is a direction that I will be going in, in, in my discussions at the very least. Um, especially with, with some of the, many of the influential sportsman's organizations, quote unquote, air quote, sportsman's organizations these days. Um, and this is, this is what's grading on me personally, uh, that is contributing to a lot of the angst that maybe people hear with me. And why, again, I value this conversation. I value what, Aaron, that you did with Josh. Um, Critical thinking is the antidote to blind, mindless following of dogma, of ideology that someone else puts in your head. Meaning, if you have the ability to critically think and think for yourself and evaluate 
you are going to be able to chew through and discern bullshit from truth and righteousness. And there are many organizations today, in the sportsman's community especially, that are strategically using the mindless following of dogma from the sportsman community to move public policy in a certain direction that I think is detrimental to sportsmen. They don't want, there There are many that do not want you to critically think. You being a critical thinker is dangerous to their agenda. It's It, it, it completely renders them ineffective on the landscape. And so this, these discussions are why this means something to me because it's time that sportsmen start thinking critically independently separating themselves from dogma separating themselves from emotion and being able to put themselves on the landscape in a neutral position where they can absolutely they can they can properly in a, a proper emotional state to from which to assess fact from fiction good from good from evil right from wrong etc we, we we're going to need more of that <clears throat> we're going to need more of that not less yeah, and, no, I agree, and uh, I think that some of the podcasts you've done without me, some of the podcasts we've done, this one, even though it doesn't have anything to do with um, maybe some of the us. issues going on with hunting, but it, it makes you think, or at least open your mind to what the fuck is actually going on, it's and not... Uh, no, and, and I, I apologize, Aaron, I'm going to cut you off, because we talked about this before, it took... It should. That's the point. It should, should yes. make people stop <laughs> and go, I want to engage this because I want to know from a righteous standpoint what actually the freaking hell is going on. And I want to evaluate again, man. I'm fucking I want to hug your neck right now, man. The fact that you that you you had I don't care if you accidentally tripped over your dick and fell into a pile of shit. And as you were wiping it off, said, I ought to do a video of it. I don't care why you decided to do a video of it. It was fucking brilliant. It was it was just the right thing to do because now you well, get and to I, watch him. You get I to watch you. My wife will tell you this and it drives her crazy. Like I look for different ticks in people when they're lying. Right. I, I look for behaviors that people have like little tells. Right. And so I wanted to video this because not just me, but other people could watch Josh. So let's say I'm not that good at it. Somebody else could watch it and he could have rehearsed or whatever else. But somebody really good at it could tell. And also my reactions. Right. Like you could see me and I'm very unless I'm really concentrating. You, you could read me like crazy. You were oh, fuck, you could. I'm doing this. Uncomfortable like, yeah, in that. Very uncomfortable because it'd be. I mean, because I knew that Josh had done something wrong. I did not think that all of the hate and and shit and I don't even know how to put it. Like this giant bag of fucking bullshit, un, unknown bullshit, uh, misconstrued, like wrong, wrong accu, like ac, like the, people are accusing him of shit that was so far out of the realm of even possibility. 101 fucking poached animals, right? But I have to be the guy that could lose sales, could lose a friend, right? and could look a total dumbass, had to interview this guy and try to get the point across that, okay, this is what happened. These are my views, right? These are his views. 
this is the fucking truth okay. and hope to fucking God people actually paid attention. All right. So I'll, <clears throat> my, I apologize. My voice is going, which pisses me off because we could do another three hours because there's another topic I want to go through with you. And maybe we just have to put a pin in it and do a part two. Okay. Because my voice is going and it pisses me off right now. <clears throat> but let's close with this. I think you touched on it, but I I, I want to kind of I, I, I want to get to this a little bit deeper. Why do you give a shit? J Josh Bomar does nothing for your company. He's he's not driving you sales. He he's might not, hurt he, it. He, <laughs> he might he might be a negative. He he's not. He, it's not like he's paying you money. You're not pimping his supplements or his like his butt nose button or like. There's like nothing, there's like no cross-pollination between the two of you. So why does Aaron Snyder give a shit? Like, if you have the risk, if you run the risk of losing sales because you you want to have a discussion with Josh Bomar, this blankety blank and blank, blank and blank, blank and poach and blank, blank and mother blank, blank. Like, why does Aaron why does Aaron Snyder give a shit? Why, why do you, why, why? Like, why? Like, what? what is it? I think you, you touched on it, but I want you to dive in. Like, there's not a single economic reason for you to jump into this shitstorm. And quite honestly, there's an economic incentive for you to not jump in this shitstorm and allow the, the, the piranhas of social media and the piranhas of the, the sportsman community devour this man. <clears throat> and you just mo go about your way. Like, so why I will say, if why? you ask this, the first thing, and I have no issue showing my taxes, Josh does not pay me. I've never made a dime from Josh, Bomar, Bomar Nutrition, or whatever. We've gotten discount codes, I guess, from uh, for, for supplements before. But anyway, at some point in time, somebody has to be the grown-up in the group and do, in my opinion, what is right. Meaning, talk about what he did wrong, what he did right, and the American way, right? You are innocent until proven guilty. And the district attorney, the fucking state of Nebraska, they had their time. They had their fucking time in court. If what they agreed to was conspiracy, then let it be and let the fucking man and his family be. And that's what he was guilty of. And if you don't want to follow him, talk to him or whatever after that. Fuck it, I get it. But that's that's the American way he had his fucking due process and he he pled guilty to conspiracy. Obvi obviously with common sense involved and all that. The next one is, which is far beyond Josh, when do you fucking drop a friend, right? Like right now, from what I see, is you drop a friend when you might lose likes, when you might lose business, right? Or social status. And that bugs the shit out of me because it's like, okay, if the fucking woke culture rev revs up against you, they all come together to fucking bash you, hate pages bash you, whatever, which Jordan Peterson, listen to that podcast, he talks about that. I'm not saying this is, this is not just about Josh, right, or really nothing to do with him. If we're going to fucking like cowtown to a fucking group of haters or people that are like grouped together and scare the shit out of you because it's like, oh, my God, I might lose business. I might lose my social status, whatever, like nothing to do really with Josh other than the basic principle of like, for fuck's sake, 
I've got a fucking cow. Like I've never feared anything, right? I've got to fear hate pages and the fact I might lose followers because not that I defend Josh because I make a standpoint to say, Hey, this is what actually happened. This is what he pled guilty to. I'm not condoning it, right? I'm, I just did an interview with a fucking guy to get the truth across. And am I going to drop him as a friend, right? Because he pled guilty to conspiracy. How many mistakes have you or a fucking million other people made in life? Like, it just goes against the grain for me. And the third one is just like, holy fuck. At some point in time, like with Matt Ranella, we have to get to a point that we can have a conversation with somebody that we may agree or disagree with and come to a resolution or or betterment for the future after the conversation with, with someone that may be polar opposites or somebody you don't agree with. So hopefully that made sense. But those are the reason why I did the podcast was it just was like, holy fuck. I'm not saying Josh is perfect, but God damn, at least hear right. his fucking story and look at the truth of what happened. What you did Josh had his day in court, so to speak, in in the in the legal court legal system. Josh spent what, I, how many years? What how many years in court? I don't know. You, maybe you know. Um, Fucking nine years, I think. Josh spent his time in the U.S. judicial legal system, and he had his day in court there. What you just did is you offered him a day in court in the court of public opinion and people can adjudicate him based on his statements and his performance, however they want. You're just guilty of giving him a platform, which I think is just sad that, that, that people are, are that way. But um, <clears throat> to your point, and again, my voice is just shot and I don't know why. And I'm sorry, man, I, I, I apologize. Um, Let's end it here. I want to talk. Let, let, I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it on two notes that are going to. I don't know if this this branches us off into two other three hour plus podcasts or if we try to tackle them both at the same time. I wanted to talk about the Arizona mule deer auction that just sold for seven hundred twenty five thousand dollars and how that directly ties into what you and I just spoke about in our previous podcast. We're going to put a pin in that. And, and a long conversation on the road when I was coming back from Arizona. We're going to put, we're going to, <clears throat> we're going to put a pin in that. Oh yeah. Cause that ties it. Oh, Oh yes, 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 yes. We're going to, yes, that's yes. That's going to be, that needs to be a standalone. Okay. That, okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Number two, And maybe I'm dropping a, maybe I'm just like lobbing a grenade in this. And, and, and then we, then, then I, I, I pull the pin, chuck it, and then we bail. And then I don't know. But you, what you're saying is, when do you dump a friend? It's a great question. And it is, been, it is a question that, in some ways, it's easy to answer. And then there's other ways that it, that it turns into a, a deeper discussion. This is why I want to, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just pulling the pin. I'm just going to chuck it and I'm going to run. All right. So just, just understand right now. Okay. <clears throat> the number of people that have asked me why I still support Phelps game calls. 
given the fact that Meat Eater owns them now. And the churning group owns Meat Eater. How can I still associate with Phelps when they're associated with that blah, 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 blah down the road? Likewise, I mean, you were tied, not tied in with, but you, you did, had dealings with First Light way back in the day. I have literally three totes full of First Light camel. And those guys have taken care of me and, and I've never had an issue with them. I have some fundamental, I mean, fundamental ideological differences on certain policy stuff, but they themselves individually have never done me wrong. So the question comes, and I think this is, and I, and I think the reason why I want to pull the pin and lob and just like lob, just like pull the pin, chuck it and just run is because for you, Aaron Snyder, and for actually for everybody that's listening to this, I want, I think we ought to let that sit a little bit. I, I think we let this grenade go off and then let's just see where the rubble settles and how much triage we need to do and how many limbs have been blown off. Like, Ooh. let's just see what the aftermath is. Like, let's chew on this a little bit and let's come back to that because that's actually, that's actually a, I think that's a freaking deep ass fucking, excuse me. That's a deep discussion because there's going to be a time Maybe that time has already passed. Maybe that time is going to come sometime in the future. I know for myself, there are lines that I have drawn for myself that I will not cross on certain organizations and certain ideologies and, and practices. But I'm torn with others like Phelps, like media. Well, like if you so if you pulled the pin. Let me throw another one in there to just to <laughs> add to this. You're going to lob one back my way. Go for it, brother. No, Jason Phelps is someone that I have come up with and is a true friend and a guy that I would do just about anything that he right. asked. Right. He signed on with, you know, the meat eater. I get it right. Whatever. Steve Ranella is a guy that might fuck it if he could because he's small beat the fuck out of me with a hammer if I wasn't looking. He's not a fan of, of Aaron Snyder. Right, right. Think about this, and this is the big thing that I think that, you know, how much money, more money would I have made if I went with, when I say me, status quo and me, with going along with the Churnin Group, the Meat Eater, First Light, the anti-2A, the anti-predator hunting, and just hashtag First Light. I fucking love these guys because I do really like Steve Ranella. I like what he's done. Not a big fan of the Churning Group. How much money have I lost? I don't know. Maybe none. Maybe a shitload that I did not follow along with that and go with the status quo. And with Jason Phelps, I will never turn my turn away from Jason Phelps. That dude's a friend for life. But that fucking poor bastard also has a big decision because I'm sure he's getting hounded to use another pack other than Kafaru. So okay, this so, is the world we fucking live in, and it's right. difficult. Right. So 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 don't go any further. Like, put your. It was a grenade. <laughs> you lobbed it. I, I'm I, I've, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive a minute. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna dive. Let let's let's let the sucker go off with with our audience because obviously this is going to be on mine. We'll we'll put it out there. We'll cross promote. Blah 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 blah. 
let's let people chew on it. And then honestly, like we've asked before, and, and to be honest, and, and again, I'm going to wrap this up. We asked for people to give us constructive feedback back. Um, I know I've gotten some. I know you've gotten some. Um, it is very interesting to me, though. And I'm going to challenge all of the listeners here. It's very interesting. How do I want to put this? If you're emotionally not, I take that back. If you're emotionally charged, and especially if you're emotionally charged in a negative direction, it is very easy for people just to fire away and provide feedback. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a piece of my mind and and provide a, a, a comment in our direct messages or emails or whatever. When people just generally agree with you. And they're like, yep, absolutely. It's easy for you just to move on and be like, nah, I don't need to say anything. I'm going to, I'm going to say no. I I would like to know if we're on track. So if, if, if you feel like we're on track with a conversation, maybe just say, Hey guys, keep up the good work. We love what you're doing, but I really do. And I'm not discounting all the other feedback that I get, but I'm going to tell you, some of you have brought up points where I was like, oh, that's good. And I'm like, like how, like, yes, like that ended up, that ended up on my notepad. Like it's going to be incorporated into discussions of the future, man. I thrive off of that shit. So if you, if you feel, if you, if you listen to these things and stuff resonates in a, in a meaningful manner to you and you think, and it, and it does mean it does resonate with you. By all means, man, fire, like send us messages to, to let us know that because you very, like there have been, I can think of three right now that literally someone sent me a message across my, my DMS and it was like, Oh, oh, that's a great point that I didn't even think about. And I like ran to my pile of notes and like inserted like carrot, mm, add such and such, like it was a fundamental, oh shit moment where I'm like, oh, that's a great point. That needs to be a part of the discussion. I know I come, I personally, Chris Rowe comes across arrogant. Like I have all the answers. That's not, I, that's not my intention. I don't mean to do that, but okay. I know that I don't have all the answers. And I know that there's many of you that are out there listening that have a hell of a lot more expertise than myself, Aaron, anybody else we talk, please provide it, chime in, give it, be a part of, of moving this conversation forward in a constructive manner. because. Like Aaron and I talked about in the past, th this is our this is our lifestyle. This is who we are from <clears throat> from a standpoint of our our genetic makeup. We've had our success in the field, and I hope that we have a hell of a lot more success in the future. We're not going to stop hunting, but we're at the point where we're like <clears throat> we're seeing things, we're seeing trends, we're seeing patterns, we're seeing possibly where our community could end up in trouble in the future and we could lose some things, whether it's quality of experience, opportunity of experience, opportunities, et cetera. We're, we're the, <clears throat> what's the old adage? And I'll end with this. You cannot think yourself out of a problem by using the same level of thinking that got you into the problem. Yep. <laughs> we are going to, we are going, we are headed into a problem, a problem with anti-hunters, a problem with animal activists, a problem with apathy, a problem with 
lack of opportunity on the landscape, a, a, a problem with recruiting and, and sustaining our number. There's a lot of things that are going to be challenging for the sportsman community in the future. We are not going to be able to think our way out of them by using the same level of thinking that got us into them. So there are going to have to be someone, whether it's me, whether it's Aaron, whether it's whoever, is going to have to push the conversation in a direction that you are not comfortable with. For those of you that are comfortable with it, that can chew on this fat and grizzle and bone, please chime in because we need your comments and we need your input to help this move forward. And if for those that are uncomfortable with this conversation, rather than cancel, rather than check out, rather than unfollow, rather than just, bah, just emotionally run back to your safe space, like go ahead, run back to your safe space. But like, just keep one speaker on. And just like listen to it in the background and give yourself a chance to just listen for a while, chew on some ideas and see if maybe, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but maybe down the line, maybe something resonates with you. And quite honestly, maybe something in your, your experience set, your value set eventually is what triggers and moves this thing forward in a, in a better direction. So anyway, that was me being arrogant. And nope. The I wouldn't say arrogant. The only thing I would add to that is um, when you do what you and I are doing now, whether that was the previous podcast or the current or the future, you get the the cancel culture. If other people that parallel what I do or my company or what Chris does and his company stay far away from this, there's a reason. They are war more worried about sales than people having personal growth, critical thinking, uh, forward thinking, than they are anything else. Because I can potentially lose money for my, my family, my business, doing this. So can Chris. And occasionally I'll get somebody that says, I'm going to go to brand X because you did the podcast with Josh or Chris or whoever. And I'm like, well, what has brand X done? Well, they don't do anything. And I'm like, well, how do you know what their fucking even moral compass is? Correct. You're going to them because you don't know what it is Correct. and you like to live in denial or la-la land. They, they, you and I are talking about hard things that people may or may not agree with. This this goes back to my The House the Ted Bill podcast. Yep. They like to be in the backyard around the campfire at the jacuzzi with all the hot chicks have, having beers having freaking wag you having top putting tomahawk steaks on the traeger grill <laughs> with with all the hot chick influencers that are in there scantily clad with their bows or what they like the party in the back of the house I, dude so do i man so do i but at some point there's shit at the house that there's work in this house yeah somebody's got to mow the lawn and i i i i, I dislike and I want people to, to think about this, that if you come to me or Chris and say, okay, Aaron, you know what? You're defending Josh Bomar by having this podcast, which I didn't defend him. I just interviewed him. And I'm selling all my kafara, and I'm going to brand X. Chris Rowe, I can't believe you have these wacko ideas. I'm going to brand X. Well, what the fuck is brand X doing? Is Brand X talking about hard subjects? Is Brand X making you think outside the box? If Brand X isn't doing that, they are literally doing whatever it takes to take your money and literally do, don't, do not give a shit about anything else but taking your money. 
Yes, I may lose sales from this podcast. Yes, Chris may you know lose sales. You may not agree with me, but just think outside of the box, have an open mind, and listen to the next podcast where we discuss something else that will probably piss you off, but may make you use your brain when you listen to it. Brother, that's a good ending. Thanks for your time tonight. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'm going to go to bed. All right, so am I. Thanks, brother. Until the next time, stay safe, man. Yep, later.